All right, we're back. Um, first, first of all, um, who are we here with Connor and here Roberto? I've been. It's been six months since Roberto and I have have done this, and uh, Connor's first time on a on a mic at all. Um, so this is pretty do. This is pretty cool. Um, hello, everybody. What's up, guys? Hello, hello. It's good to be back. So, Connor, you're the you're the new one here. Like, how's your day? <laughs> well, I actually got up not too recently ago, so still kind of tired but um i parked my car like not on campus but like close to campus and then i skateboarded in so i didn't have to mess with like the parking pass or whatever yeah for sure i don't go here so that's like, i already got like a nice little like thing going from the skate like it gave me like a nice little like, high right. for sure yeah I, in the morning yeah uh, vibes are high so roberta looks so what's What's up with you? What oh, you? man. What, six, six months? Yeah, what is not up with me at this point, bro? Life is has takes a lot of turns, you know what I mean? Um, right now, I'm working on a lot of things. I'm a massage therapist, as everyone from my pre- the previous podcast know. Um, but now I'm making moves to try to definitely become a promoter and uh, eventually a club owner. So it's, it's going to yeah. be... We, we kind of harped on the club last time, you know, and but now now it's like kind of really in the twenty twenty three plans. Like it's actually you can actually see the groundwork exactly. laid out for it. That's for, that's pretty dope, and that's kind of what you always like to see. I mean, it's it not like a dream not go away. Yeah. I think when a dream stays present and you like continually act on it, I think when you when it actually gets achieved, you know, like what a feeling that's gonna be. Is going through and working towards something. I mean, this has been an idea in your head for probably two, three years now. Yeah. And then when it's actually finished, it's gonna be probably five, six years from yeah, now. It's, it's and then you're gonna look, game, you're gonna look back at it. You're gonna open, you're gonna open the club for the on the first day, and it's gonna be like, you know, everyone's gonna have a good time because you're drinking and partying and stuff like that. Yeah. But just that sense of accomplishment that you six years turned into something one thing exactly it's like something more i mean i guess kind of like a degree yeah <laughs> like but yeah. this that's uh, Honest, maybe just only as, a, just, just as probably meaningful. more profitable though. I, I think i think it's all in the same plane i mean when you have it when you have an idea and then it becomes something like something from your head becomes something that now like exists in your own like in yeah. other people's perception too oh absolutely so that's kind of wild it, it what's what's even wilder is like kind of like how you get there like when i was a kid like i, I think i wanted to be like i think a dinosaur hunter bro like it <laughs> goes kind of crazy <laughs> that, that but, goes hard right right but um you know somewhere along the lines I, I didn't even like dancing or partying when i was a kid i was like oh do we gotta go you know things like that you know i hit I want to say like 16. I started hanging around my my Cuban people, bro. Love Cubans, love mm-hmm. Cubans to death, man. Patria vida for for all the, those listening, you know what I'm saying? But um, zero. No, I, I <laughs> <laughs> right now zero Cubans listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's really interesting because I, I didn't even like the party scene, you know. And then I hit a certain age, and it just becomes a passion. And so much so that I wanna, I wanna make it my life, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's awesome. And like, I know you're like sober too, like yeah, you know, relatively. And and you know, relatively. Connor, <laughs> relatively. And then and then and you don't drink either, Connor, right? No, I don't. Yep. I've never been into drinking, but yep. I have 
dabbled in smoking. Right. I've actually never. I, I don't. I've never smoked. I don't. I don't do drugs. I'll take like an occasional shot if it's offered to me, but I don't like drinking in general. You know what I mean? Right. But if it's offered, you know, and if it's companionship, then you know I'm there for it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's like if someone's like offering it, I'm like, yeah. okay, you put you. Yeah. You paid for it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I can't. My, I can't my, deny your gift. Well. Yeah. You know, I had. I had this. I had the same thing happen um, on Saturday. I went. I went out. Um, I went out with a few friends from from work, and and they're awesome people. And I'd never gone out and drank with them before. And next next thing you know, it's like I'm I'm you know I'm cool with like a couple couple, but they were like, hey, we pay for this for you. I'm like, okay, it's one of those it's nights. One yeah. of those nights, yeah. huh? We're gonna but, go crazy. Yeah, but I, I I I agree. Like it's it's a different it's different in a club. It's more more normal yeah. in a club and versus like a bar or like no, any, any of those definitely. scenes. Connor, bro, I need like a little clarification on like what you're doing in Puerto Rico, like okay. cause you're down you're down there a lot. Yeah, so I I went down there and like right on April twentieth. So my original plan was January of this year. I started learning how to surf in Jacksonville. Yeah. And then I got hooked on it, and it was super fucking fun. So I. Like, I just wasn't really, like, having a good time or enjoying the scene in Jacksonville, and I knew I had, like, the potential to, like, be a good surfer and, like, take things somewhere with it, and I knew Puerto Rico was close, and it had crazy waves, and absolutely beautiful women it's just a fact oh yeah. come on so, you, did you know actually yeah. i think there was like a study i can't quote the study so i might be lying but <laughs> um, but apparently puerto ricans are like the closest to genetic perfection as far as like um uh fa- like facial features and anything like that and oh. even genetic uh, distribution okay I I got turned off when you said genetic perfection. Oh really? <laughs> no, 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 I, no I, That was the that was what the thing the thing I had said. It. That's what I it said. Yeah. That's what it said. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, hey, I'm not doubting their beauty. I'm just no, yeah, no, 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 no. no. Like, genetic, like, like, what's it called? Um, they're a heavily mixed. Like, yeah, exactly. They're heavily mixed, so they like, get a lot of time. you know different. Yeah, a yeah, lot of different like, like features so and everything. So many different races, because like, like over history of Puerto Rico, like. So many different people have just been pulling up there. Just yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like doing more, 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 more like taking over. But I mean, yeah. you know, it's kind of <laughs> so there. It was like yeah. island, good trade port. I mean, I want it. Hey, you know, it's kind of pretty over here. <laughs> Aren't there like a decent amount of like Germans in Puerto Rico too? Um, I, he- I heard about that. Like a couple people that that were of like German heritage that. They just pulled up, and there was like a whole subsection of like German, like there's like a German section. I mean, honestly, I don't doubt it. They're so mixed over there. I've really just seen, in terms of demographics, it's it's honestly just where it's gentrified and where it's not gentrified, and and that's about it. Like San Juan is very comparable to Miami. San Juan is honestly very nice and modern and Mm -hmm. popping. Right. But I live like on the west coast in a town called Rincon. Yeah. So it's like a bit more third world. You know what Rincon mountains. means? Uh, the point, right? Uh, something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something to that effect. I mean, it's okay. Rincon is kind of it's kind of like a like an alley kind of shit, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a so it's an alley down to a dead yeah, end. Yeah, kind of like that. It, oh, so it means dead end. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. not like exactly, but something to kind that of effect. What it is, though. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's a like point on yeah. the like on the water. Yeah, like it's like yeah out there. Yeah, I, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 
honestly, I, I've had I've had a couple invites down down to PR and I haven't taken them yet. And I'm like not really sure why, but I I heard so like so dope down there, like such a good, such a good like vibe with the people and it's like really I've from what I've heard like a really good sense of like community too. It's mm-hmm. like everyone 100%. just kind of got their back. 100%. It's like when when you go through that many natural disasters and like just unfortunate things. I mean, there's I mean they get hit with brutal hurricanes yeah. like yearly and then they had the pandemic i'm like you know these people don't really get a break or nothing but against their literal way of living yeah no yeah uh, because everyone's like close together and stuff like that right and it's a super small place so like it's like a small high school yeah the people that you were hanging out with down there like how i don't know did you have any discussions with them about how how um the pandemic went on down there um the pandemic yeah uh it, they were pretty like hard on the regulations and everything. I'm pretty sure most of the local Puerto Rican people when I was down there did still wear masks, but that was it. Seemed like it was more of the like older generation, and then like all the younger generation in like the college town in San Juan, they were more like open about not wearing like having a mask. It's weird. Like I. I talked to a couple people in Louisiana. I drove to um, Texas earlier this year, and then on, on the way there, I talked to a bunch of people. I think we discussed this last yeah, podcast yeah. about. I went to LSU, and then I talked to a few people about. Yeah, I think I think people who go to LSU obviously come from like all over the country because it's a university. About like, it's local to Baton Rouge, so you're gonna have a lot of like local like people who grew up in Louisiana. I'm like, I, I interviewed people. And I'm like, hey, how far? Where did you go to high school? And they're like, oh, right down the street. I'm like, from LSU, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I asked them their their attitude towards how the pandemic was handled as opposed to like Floridians, and they um, Florida was like get these restrictions off me as soon as possible, yeah. and it's from the sound of it, um, and I I tried to get like a good feel for for if they were biased or not, um, but they so I, I I think they passed that test on that just try not to give their own opinions but just really truly the feel of like the community mm-hmm. and they said that the community didn't want them to leave they said they, they never wanted to uplift the restrictions because they were so scared it's almost like it's almost like um, the national restriction on on mass almost like scared them yeah. it was like truly and I think that's like odd bro like the lotus flower is what it sounds like they just got like caught up in that mindset and didn't want to leave it again like that was their new norm and they enjoyed it yeah, it's like if nothing's obviously stopping them from wearing masks. Masks. I mean, other than like they'll just have less oxygen consistently. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Um, but then, I don't know, man. Like, why? Why are they scared? Like, where is where is the fear come from when you when it's all your own personal responsibility? Different places like are just so deeply and culturally like different and that way that it's like there could be so many reasons why the people in that little town like to wear a mask like it's really good i think it's more like it has to do with just um with internal psychology you know what i mean like when you're when you're in a situation right and you're actually facing death as uh, the media had you know portrayed quite a bit right Mm. Um, you you start to feel an anxiety about going out, especially when it comes to germs and anything like that. I mean, could you imagine when the Spaniards came over and started colonizing like Mexico or Cuba? They brought like a bunch of fucking diseases, and everyone they just started dying. You know what I mean? So disease is definitely something that a lot of people can be scared of. And 
so it's like it's not that you know a lot of people kind of make fun of it they're like oh you're afraid to get sick no they like you can actually die there are people that yeah. have died of this it's shit you know life. what i mean this is real life so i can understand how some people would um kind of get that general anxiety and be start being afraid to go out and the only way they can feel comfortable would be kind of to cover themselves more make sure they're protected in some form or way mm. and um but the the opposite is also true there are people who who don't feel that it's necessary to do all that there are people that are like you got to let your body take its natural course you got to catch this shit so that way you can be more you know immune to it I which think, is kind of interesting i think i think you make a good point about the internal internal psychology i would say um <clears throat> i would say when you're when you're someone who doesn't have opinions most of the time mm-hmm. um and maybe maybe you're like a little anxious when something gets um put on you like a restriction like you're like kind of undecided on right, it anyway right maybe instead of fear it's just relief yeah. and like a, um abandonment from your own like i said independent independent thought independent choices absolutely so now it now like the threat of the restriction being yeah. taken away <laughs> creates fear yeah in that like oh no i have to like decide yeah. for myself again yeah. i like i don't know what's right and which is almost like accepting that they're lazy yeah it kind of creates like an uncertainty and it it puts this fear of like i have to make a decision here am i going to leave my old ways right or or stay or go back with i guess new ways you know what i mean like am i going to go back to normal or am i going to stay like this type shit you know what i mean and after you get used used to being a certain way for a long time and you know that it's, I guess, safer, then you're gonna probably stick with that. A lot of people choose safety and comfort over everything else. You're right. Very true. Like w- yeah. in in life, man. I've known, I've known a lot of people. I've met a lot of people. I, man. I believe it. And you know, I try to get to know people to a point that uh, they don't, they can't hide anything from me. Type shit. You know what I mean? Like, I know people to the max. <laughs> so sometimes better than they know themselves. It's I know that's crazy. true. It just sounds funny. When I know, you right? Say it. I, I, yeah. I do it. I know. I hate saying it because it sounds like it sounds fucking weird, mm. and, or like people would be like, "Yeah, no, that's cap." Like, <laughs> but but you don't know God. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. we, we can talk about that in a second. We can sure. talk about that in a second. But um, no, it's like uh, I had a friend. He was absolutely just ab- petrified of doing things for himself. And it wasn't even so much that he didn't want to. He had the urge to. He just couldn't bring himself to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a point where he had to make a decision and his decision was not to make one. And it was all to be in the comfort of his own mind. But shouldn't make... we resent people like that? And, you know... <laughs> like, should we... So, yeah. I, so you're... Abs- it's normalized. You're absolutely, like you're absolutely right. You gotta hold your boys... Accountable. Yeah, and Code. that and that's the kind of person that I was. You know, I'm right. like, bro, you gotta make you gotta make a fucking decision. You gotta do something here. You can't just leave it as it is, because you, if you're gonna let it be up to other people, you're kind of gonna you're gonna get fucked. You know what yeah. I mean? You're you're done. Every time. Exa- every single time, every bro. Time, you man. can't you can't leave your fate up to other people, man. You gotta you gotta create your own path, blaze your own trails, type shit. But um, and it goes back to like when we're kids too. I think that's like. Um, I kind of, I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself. I was going to talk about this a little bit later, but I think when when you look at kids and how they play games, you know, the game exists before the kids do. Tag yeah. exists before the, the kid did. I like this topic. 
<laughs> and, and so I think going back and just going along with the concept of the game is like super like important too. I think when when you try when you quit the game and that doesn't even mean like kill yourself, right? When you quit the game, just means like you take yourself out of the norm. Mm-hmm. I think um, you shouldn't be sad. You can't feel you can't feel you shouldn't feel any type of way other than like regret. Other than that, like you can't feel like oh I can't believe I'm missing out on this. It's like well you're not playing the game right. You're not socializing correctly. You're not following, you know, things that that are good for you and good for the society as a whole. Um, I think that is comparable to the the type of person that we're talking about. True. Um, I can kind of see it. It's uh, as far as like a game goes. The only thing that makes a game fun is the rules, dude. Because if it, if a game doesn't right. have rules, it needs restriction. That, exactly. It needs some yeah. kind of restriction. So. Uh, it gives you a safe space. So if, if anything, I think people who play games are those people that we're talking about. The people that like setting rules on themselves. They like making things a certain way. People who don't follow rules of the game are the real dangerous ones. No one wants to play with those people, right? Hmm. Oh. Because I thought when you right. said I've people who... Both ways. Yeah. I, I mean... I, Absolutely. Go ahead. When you say like restriction, when you say the restriction, I thought that I was going to be the first type of person that 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 is afraid, right? So, but you said um, you said the people who who follow who make restrictions are actually the safe people. So, wait, I think I think I think yeah. I agreed on that. I was going off. Like when um, I kind of lost my train of thought. You're like, good, you're good. Yeah, I, I kind of went back and forth <laughs> on that. Um, can you like re- can you like rephrase that last part? Uh, in what way? Like, because I I think. I kind of lost my like train of thoughts. Like, if you said, I think I misremembered that last like part. Right. How, um, his friend didn't want to make the decision like for himself. And yeah. Then mm. How that like led on into you talking about the. Yeah. Okay. The game. So, so kind of simplifying it. Don't want to make your own thought, which means don't want to play the game, which means you know, which means not respectful. Like, it's always good. You can't if you to play the game is to be with people, to be cooperating, to feel the the presence of of friendship. And to and to not play the game as I'm I'm actually literally talking about children right, right now. Right. It's like when you choose not to play the game and you create resentment, that is totally your fault. Like you could easily join in, just kind of like regroup. So take that as adults. And there's um certain certain things that you need to do. Like when we say play the game, part of that is taking care of your own health. So when you choose to let someone else control your own health, that means you're not playing the game. Right. In the same way, that means you're looking at the people who are playing the game, and you have resentment towards them. Fat people look at, you know, the, no, the fat people who are conscious and say, "I need to be healthier." They look at people who are being healthy in a resentful way. So, in the same way, like, and, and uh, you could take that towards vaccines or the COVID situation, but it's the same thing. People who who can't make the decisions resent the people who do. True. If you resent things, if you resent things truly, you're weak. Like you, you need if you truly actually resent something. You think resentment as in any form? Absolutely. And and I'll give you and I'll give you a good reason. The only reason you can hate something is because you love an aspect of it. Okay. So, like, let's say, I mean, I mean, let's let's take let's take a pretty extreme example. We all we all hate pedophiles, right? Yeah, of course. We love children. Mm -hmm. We love children. They're innocent. They're great. They're 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 beings that they don't have to deal with the bullshit that we deal with as adults, right? Right, so we don't want to see them harmed. So that's why we fucking hate pedophiles, right? Right, and it's also like from a spiritual perspective of course, too. It's like you yeah. want to save the souls of the innocent. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, when when you're when you're you're in the position to what, what the fuck was I saying? 
I totally lost my train of thought right there. If you like truly resent something, oh right, yeah, yeah, truly resent something, then it's just not, it's not. Yeah, plausible. If, exactly. If you resent another human being, it's because you see their weaknesses or something in them that you want or or hate about yourself. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think, think I think it's, I think I think it's also biblical too. I think even Jordan Peterson had said that at it's, some point. It's, but. it's actually like biblical not to be like resentful or or prideful or or condescending mm-hmm. to, to other people because yeah. that just means that that you're you're admitting to the fact that you haven't done everything you can do for yourself yet. Absolutely. You True. Know, and, and it like um, kind of shows that you're not fully there for yourself too. Like if if like you have that resentment or feeling towards somebody else, how could you have that if you're totally yeah. there for yourself? Absolutely. You just be a cool, stoic, calm guy and mm-hmm. just happy and grateful which like practicing being humble and being grateful like I'll be honest like I have a problem with like thinking I'm better than I usually am, and then I like bring that like not bring it back down, but just like more so like be like mindful of like how grateful I really am and like my my like. Can I speak in defense? Can I speak in defense of ego? Yeah. Real quick. Actually, yeah, I want I want to get in on that too. Go ahead. So imagine um you would know this very well. So you work out right. So and then. After after you get like a pump, you look at yourself in the mirror, and then you you're you're you know happy with that. Everyone's happy with that because then you're a more muscular version than yourself, and that's exactly why you're hitting the gym. Mm-hmm. So when that when that pump goes away, you now can reflect on a fact uh, a version of yourself that you know can happen if you just put in a little more work, and it'll be like consistently that you'll be consistently that big. And then I think I think that's. In defense well, of ego, like you need to envision your your success too. Are you saying that you need to like defend the ego and have a healthy ego? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would. Say, I mean, True. health health is always yeah, optimal. Like, like I would say, I would say in, to describe it better, an ego that you can use in a positive manipulation. Yes, of yeah. course. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go in an extreme opposite, bro. I can't even lie. If you have the ability, talk your shit. Like, I really, truly mean that. Like, if you are able, if you can do something, absolutely talk your shit. As a massage therapist, right, you don't get paid because you're mediocre, Mm. right? You don't get paid to give a decent massage. You get paid to give a good-ass massage. You tell your client, hey, I know your whole body better than you know it, and I'm going to help you facilitate your own healing. So... (laughs) it's you gotta you gotta let people know yeah Yeah, no you gotta let people know when you can do something because here's the thing i mean a a lot of people have abilities some people don't fucking talk about them and what does that give them absolutely nothing it doesn't benefit the world it doesn't benefit them you gotta get out there you gotta gotta put yourself out there because now i I will say obviously there's there's a, a point where you're like yo you're doing too much right if you're like yeah crazy jacked and you're just like pushing people over I mean that's kind of fucked up but mm-hmm. at the same time let's say you're that's jack- not stoic yeah that exactly stoic exactly if you're pushing yeah. people exactly over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly right you but let's say I mean you're jacked as fuck right you right. see you see this this little dude getting picked on man by a dude that might be bigger than him right and you're like yo relax you're done that's enough you're good that that man knows you're able to do something you know what I mean so you when when you have the ability to talk your shit talk your shit let people know what's up because no one's gonna notice it. 
Going, Lo- yeah, going back to what you said before about yeah. about committing, you know, about doing one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's always good. I think this is one of Jordan Peterson's rules in his newer book is to, you know, commit to one thing and see how good you can be at that. And I think that is, I, I think that is hitting both ends of the spectrum. I'm someone who does everything and tries to be like a, exceptionally good at, I try to be exceptionally good at everything, but that's that's a fallacy that'll never actually happen. I'll be, I can't be excellent at everything, right? But you know, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I've, I've become my peak at anything right now. And, I, and so on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's people who, who don't like anything. They have no passions. And it's like, well, you gotta pick something. Yeah, it's like, but it's like, why? Well, because it's it's honorable and it creates discipline, and and who knows you might like it, who knows? And so, I think. I th- dude. Yeah. Everyone has to have a passion. Like, there's no way. There's just. Right. Like, a, a person can't exist without mm. like some kind of thing there. Like, there's n- that would just be like a dead person. I'm gonna s- person. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you're wrong actually. Okay. I'm gonna say you're, you're wrong. Gonna justify I'm gonna justify people uh, with no passion. Wait, 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 uh, who okay. said, who oh. said anything about justification? I, I, I'm <laughs> saying, uh, listen, I'm, I'm not justifying. I'm just saying there isn't actually a lot of people with with uh, with passion. Most people, right? Most people that are, uh, I guess, no names. People you don't know, right? People that you see every day. Not a lot of them have a passion. They might have something they they're very good at or anything like that, but a lot of people are actually normal. They're just trying to get through I life. I want to jump on that. Absolutely. I want to jump on that. So the Jordan Pearson has a creative. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, That's not what I meant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jo- Jordan Pearson <laughs> has a, later. Okay. <laughs> Jordan Pearson has a a creativity you know act you know questionnaire. I, I forget precisely what it's called. But um, you go through and you take a test. It's very simple, seven questions. I think it's on Reddit somewhere if you look it up, Jordan Peterson Creative Achievement Questionnaire or something like that. Okay. And, it, uh, and it shows how creative you are. And it, it, goes, it goes in different levels. Um, I can try and pull it up, actually. And it'll be like, have you made your own recipe before? Like, and I would say, yeah, when I was, when I was a kid. When I, like, not like anytime soon. Sometimes, right. yeah, so sometimes in college. What are talking about? It could be something that <laughs> a you dinner recipes, like, a dinner recipe. Okay. Yeah. So and and that's on the lower end. I would say most people would would have got that if, if anything else. Right. Okay. Um, so the, the point I want to make about that is most people on this index score a zero. On what? Like that whole, whole they have they have achieved nothing on that list See, and and I think that that goes into my point that a lot of people are just going through life they're not doing anything and I know it's sad and and Very at some sad. point you like thinking about it kind of doesn't make sense because when you're full of passion and you're really truly driven to do something you can't imagine a time when you weren't well all of these people that like you're saying that like have no passion are just kind of zombifying throughout life and yeah going on like there's a there's a child inside of them like when they were young Mm -hmm. from like that's just that's still there like that child just grew up and yeah in this and then became dampened and whatnot Mm -hmm. just got piled on shit on top of them each person when they were a little kid had a passion like when you were a kid everyone had a passion there was there were never just some like Squidward. Well, kid. when you were well, a kid, I saw you, a couple. When you were a kid, and you were you were interested in things. You were 100%. curious. I don't think that's enough to call a passion. Will I say 
that maybe as a kid you you did some extra things that maybe you don't do in adulthood because you didn't keep it going kind of things and you lost that heat that 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 passion that fire that drive to keep going on it um yeah absolutely i mean i, I think um i think something that we haven't hit on yet is is like the environment i think there's like the nature versus nurture debate about like you know obviously you're born with what you're born with in the brain but then you know i think where you grow up having having a room for a creative outlet too it's like if you don't have a creative outlet and you're just vibing, you're like, okay, this is what life is right now. Your parents are understimulating. They don't take you anywhere. They they pay minimal attention to you. Why would you be creative? You know, it's like, cause I, I and I would say, or why wouldn't you? And I would tie that same to why would why would you be passionate about anything? You don't know anything. Matrix. Yeah. I, right. I, I think I think those kids are genuinely like NPCs from like day one. When it comes to nature versus nurture, dude. So many kids like that. Like. I've never agreed with nature. I've, Shut I've, up, bro. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm so serious. I'm so serious, bro. What do you bro. mean by that, though? So, uh, what I mean by that is, I, I think <clears throat> either I was the kind of kid I, I didn't have money growing up, bro. I didn't have shit growing up, right? You know, like I wore the same clothes from fucking fifth grade to I think tenth, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I bought things a size bigger. My mom would buy things a size bigger just so I would grow into them so I didn't have to keep buying clothes type shit, right? I didn't go anywhere. I didn't go anywhere, dog. My mom and my dad, they were radio announcers back in back in the day, right? I, I didn't I didn't get to see much of that, right? But somewhere along the way, I was the one who decided that I wanted to go against that kind of boring nature. Cause my mom didn't go out. She was she was chilling at home with us or working, right? Me, it was me, my brother, and my sister at home all the time. Okay, so you go, you said go against nature. You, if like, I don't believe that I <laughs> was predestined or pre, uh, what's pre, it called? De- predetermined, predetermined yep. to to become the way that I am. Uh, I think it all came from the way I was raised. Right now, what was those things? Right, my dad told me one phrase he said echale ganas right which means give it your all type shit right he said that a few times to me before he left bro it stuck with me forever man and because of that i think i'm in a better position than i could have ever been i i went against just like being okay with everything right being small being so nothing. okay so you're saying that given your circumstances nature would have just allowed you to be depressed exactly because you had nothing absolutely and then you mentally just said from like a very young age like fuck that yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly what i'm saying that's okay. a wild thing to experience especially when you have no like guidance into that of that's course like wild, and, and my guidance on. was like so high iq you yeah. know it's like not not i don't think anyone everyone can do that yeah. I, i'm i don't think i'm Frankly speaking, I haven't taken any tests or anything like that. I'm I don't, I don't know if I'm really not, right. not in the psychological sense of IQ. Right. Like, I, I would say that that's, I guess, conscious cognition. Yeah. That would be a better way to, to say it. I yeah. was like, that's why we're so, like, we have that capability. We, it just seems to be. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, you know, that's a great point. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think I've always been a pretty cognizant person, especially from, from the age of eight years old, dude. Like, I was thinking shit people haven't even thought of yet. I say things today that... I thought about when I was eight years old in the shower, bro, or taking a shit. And yeah. people are like, dude, I've never thought of it like that. And I'm like, 
you went your whole life without ever thinking that simple ass thought. Like that's crazy to me. You know what I mean? I think at at a certain point, you have to realize you're the one who controls what you do, right? You're the only one who can do that, and you can better your circumstances no matter what those circumstances are. So how do you feel about <clears throat> control of your own destiny versus, like, like just, well, just how do you feel about control like in general free like, will like could free yeah, will like free what how, what's your what's your take on free will free will like what's your take on free will yeah. does uh, god give it elaborate <laughs> on that question a little bit more okay so like um you said what were you just saying about uh control and like whatnot like um i think i just lost okay no no yeah. i got it. i got you i got you right you okay. said why can you want to control. You want you should be in control in your own right, life. Right, right. And, um, but we're we're saying like, how do we? How do you feel about controlling your destiny? Like, as a general statement, do you think oh. it's like more morally ethical? Absolutely, <laughs> it's it's uh it's a moral obligation. I think. Okay. That you go against the grain. Oh fuck yes, bro. Because let's put it this way: no one was ever recognized for being normal, right? Nobody. Who can you think of right. that's normal? I mean, that's by definition. That's, by definition, yeah, normal people are not. Normal. Of course, yeah, yeah, be, yeah because it's it's a, I mean it's a general statement. It's a little it's a little broad, right? But sure. I mean we can all agree that no one fucking knows anybody who's normal, right? Even like your friends, are you around normal people? Do you consider them normal? No, um, of course I, I wouldn't. Right, because no. nobody's fucking normal. Here's the thing. <laughs> Like here's the, here's the thing here's the thing right Here, I I'll, I've met a few NPCs in my hey, life man hey man <laughs> so have I so yeah. have I but we don't we don't talk about those people we, we don't <laughs> I mean, associate okay. with those people those NPCs still have their like own yeah. uniqueness just in their NPC way absolutely they, they, they're the type of people that would describe themselves and their friends as normal people yeah. and I think that's a huge indicator that's like the litmus test yeah of your NPC <laughs> do you think you're a normal person do you think you're an average person yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. got him. Yeah, got him. <laughs> yeah. Nah, for me, bro, like, it's... Let, let, let me give you an example of what I mean by free will, right? Like, there was a point in time where I actually realized I my own thoughts weren't my own, mm. right? That the things that I was thinking don't aren't set in stone in my head. Most people think every thought that you think, it's all you. It's not, bro. It's it's from the environment around you. It's from the the people that raised you. I'd you, say most are. I most are what? Because like if you like, um so if if somebody's essentially completely imagined, that means that that would by definition mean that nothing you've ever seen is like that. So that's an original thought. But most things that are about life, I think, tend to be yeah based off of environment and circumstances and everything like that. Like if you're gonna. If, if you were going to dream about maybe a different way that we could have done this podcast, right? Now you know exactly what everyone in this room looks like, what they're wearing, who they're like, and then your dream will be something based off the, the reality that you're perceiving right now. Right. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Elaborate. So, <laughs> so, so to have, you said there was almost no imaginative, like, qualities you said every thought is from the environment yeah so if there's no environment to perceive then that's not the case or that that so like you're saying if we were just floating in space and nothing but blackness we you you, you wouldn't, wouldn't dream have a thought you or okay dream. okay or you can only have no 
Okay, so I was just kind of reiterating, kind of yeah. just from your point. I think that we can have imagination. Imagination's yeah. a real thing. You're yeah. you're thinking of something because I, I personally have had these experiences on on multiple occasions. Okay, I I see now. Okay, I was touching more on the fact of like let's say let's say okay we've all had those intrusive thoughts. You're driving right, and then you're just like swerving to that car, you know, like yeah. or yeah, or you're everyone or, has that exactly you can't lie. exactly everyone, everyone has that. Or like you're you're standing in a line and it's like damn this bitch got a big ass head, you know I might have <laughs> butt you know might like hit it you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> one that, was a li- that was a little more specific, <laughs> right? That was a little more specific. Oh, no, no, no. Watermelon. She got the watermelon. She got the dome. No, no, no. Maybe no. if she's cheeked up. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Um, no, in, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, um, it, we, we all have those intrusive thoughts. Uh, that's what I mean by a, a, little, a little more on that. I mean, a little deeper than that. Let's say, for example... You say, okay, we talked about this a little bit last time, right? But okay. people who want to kill themselves. Right. I don't think they actually want to kill themselves. No, of course not. No, I think they want an escape. Yeah. But the only way they can imagine that or see it is through death. So, I mean, yeah. and, and I've actually, it's going to sound weird, but I've, I've, like, had that tested, tested out. Like, I, 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 again, I know a lot of people been through all kinds of walks of life yeah you know i've i've been the person that people talk to in in those bad times you know what i mean and i offer that different perspective i don't think you want to die i think you just want to leave you want to make the pain exactly exactly you want to make the pain stop but the only way to do that and the only way that stop yourself exactly you stop yourself and and you get out of that environment that you're in because the environment is festering Uh, bad thoughts inside you that really they're not truly there and you don't actually feel those things those are the people who say oh my gosh i can't wait to leave florida i just need to leave oh well where do you what state do you want to move to i don't know i just can't be here it's like they're not going to be happy in alabama or anywhere (laughs) else like yeah I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree i'm gonna disagree actually i think your environment absolutely does change um the kind of even person that you are, bro. Right. Because, I mean, I've seen people move, like, when they lived here, they felt like absolute shit. And I do mean, like, bad, bro. They were just, they didn't even know how they woke up every single day. I knew a dude, like, he would get up, first thing he would do is just pop some heroin, bro. Like, that, that's, that's crazy. Wild. That, that, that was in high school, bro. Hmm. Here in Florida? Yeah. Like, Naples or Bonita? Or yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, like, it, like, and... Frankly speaking, like you see a lot of people with these problems, and you're like, "Is it really even that bad?" Sometimes you're like, "No," but then mm-hmm. other times, like it is, it is, it is actually pretty that yeah, bad, and you need something to get bad. you through the day, supposedly, right? I'm the yeah. kind of person I don't need shit to get me through the day. I need myself, and that's it. But anyway, right? That's not the point. <laughs> enough, about, <laughs> enough about me. Yeah. No, we, uh, you know, I, I had this friend. His name is his name is Matt. Not that one, but <laughs> um, he he moved to Idaho. Fucking potato state. I'm dude. jealous. Potato state. Beautiful state. Right? Beautiful state. You know, and, you know, he is so much happier over there than he is here. Like, they got mountains over there. They got, yeah, they got all types of shit over there. You okay, know, but uh, I, mountains make you happy. They do. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, I agree with that. I think, I think your original disagreement was kind of like just a little off base mm-hmm. um, because I think not, I'm just, my point was that escapism, you know, is expressed in different ways. True. So to to say, well, it was kind of tied to the suicide thing, kind of tied to mm-hmm. to anything else. But like, if, if you don't ha- if you don't know a way out, 
then you know then you're just gonna feel feel like you need to get out yeah yeah so like if they if someone say the the people who i hear say this tend to be not financially able to like leave the state like right. just to travel right you know so it's like they want they feel a place they need to escape to but they have no money right so that means they can't go anywhere unless someone takes them somewhere i right? mean they just don't want to that bad yeah you could if you had no they money. could they could have they could have got a job horrible. yeah you have to hitchhike you'd be homeless it would suck but you could mm-hmm. they just don't want to that bad i mean i know a couple people who hitchhike in in this in this area really? yeah i mean we like could look at yeah like up to tampa that's, that's kind of that's kind of far, far for me i've never hit <laughs> yeah that would be a, that would yeah, be that would be, be kind of crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean we, we could look at you know henry david thoreau though i mean the boy he he was like yeah life is ass like i'm about to go live in the woods for a bit and he mm. did like he he straight up did like <laughs> life can be ass, yeah it yeah. can it can be as bro but let's i mean let's think about it our ancestors they didn't have a sh- they didn't have shit they were walking everywhere right right they they didn't have anything, and they still lived. They still found the drive. What's, to what's live. weird is that they had no creativity because they had they were they were like that. It took a very very long time for them to change their culture at all. But they were all happy. Yeah, I mean, so they just kind of got dealt like a good card of like. I don't know about happy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say there's very very little evidence. I mean, there's evidence that depression existed back then, but there's there's no evidence saying that you know there was no internal wars like whatever the, their people is their people and they they had the role in their community and their tribe because they had to and that was kind of it right so no room for, for creativity because these roles needed right, to happen right do you get to choose your role probably not if you're a man or a woman like there's like different there's there's yeah. defined roles there and yeah I, I think you know you can't help you can't think about am I happy there was no time there was no time so you yeah. were you were focused on yeah, I'm fucking hungry like yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry I gotta go Right, so Kill. they're so they're happy or satisfied, whatever. Not depressed. I think I think not not sad, not depressed. If if, any, if anything, neutral. I think it couldn't be recognized, but I don't think that they, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I'm not saying it, I I I know there's right. depression that's existed for a very long time, but I'm saying like the the likelihood that they were they were that kind of people is likely a lot lower. Yeah, just because they were consistently moving and, and they, they had purpose. If you and a lo- yeah, survival, survival of the fittest. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot of male depression stem like specifically over over female depression is um, a lack of control over things. Right. So what you could send that back to lack of responsibility. So when you go through some counseling, it's like, well, what are what are you solely responsible for? And right. most people who are depressed will say nothing. They feel like everything's right. everything's out of my hands. I'm I'm lost. That's right. A good point. And yeah. and the therap and the therapist will go and say, okay, let's let's see if you can work on this for me. Like this is gonna be your project, your thing, and you're gonna do it well, right? And that's kind of so take that back to back in the day, every guy had their role. Yeah. Right. So I think every and and I would I, I don't know how fair they would they would distribute the the killings or of the animals, but <laughs> um, you gotta imagine they got at least a fair share, right? Yeah. Or, else, or else they wouldn't be doing what they're doing yeah. for the tribe. I mean, so and so if you're you're if you're well fed, you're well fed. Um, you have you have a role. You have men and women around you for fraternity and for you know, potentially romantic interest. Mm-hmm. Like, what's there to be depressed about? You have a role. You have a, a ro- yeah, yeah, yeah 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 right. You have like a whole thing going on. So here and here, I think that the there's not enough. <laughs> there's not enough roles going on. I think I think people need to take more control of, of specific things. You know, in their I th- life. I think that's actually the fault of uh, of parenting. I agree. 
because uh, yeah. if you're not if you're not stimulating your kid or like teaching them you have to be this you have to do this if you're not preparing you're them right, for life man. then you're you're not doing your job as a parent a lot of people coddle their tri- their children not to say like yo send your kid out into the woods let him fight a bear no i'm not saying what I, I just listened to this um i i i recently got the daily wire so like i have all of all of jordan peterson's like online like documentary stuff yeah. So I literally, this is literally last night. I'm I'm listening to logos and literacy. So what it is, it's kind of like the history of the Bible and everything, like how and how it was incorporated into culture. <clears throat> he was saying that, um, the back in the day, the family was the place where everyone learned Christianity. Like that was it. Like the the household was where everything was taught. Yeah. And where ever, and I think. I think that's even though we're not really talking about Christianity right now, I would say that's directly applicable to just kind of how family should work. Mm-hmm. Like family, family should be people like we are of this kind. We do these things. Like and I'm seeing my last name, nothing more. But like, like our fa- our family has a set of values and traditions, and this is how you're gonna follow it in order to succeed in life, just like we did in order to have you. Yeah. So, uh, so I I'm I'm kind of agreeing but also kind of jumping on like um your point in a good way like at when when parents don't teach their kids how to be happy how to find responsibility how to do all these things and they turn out to be depressed and like irresponsible later yeah of course it's the parents fault yeah. absolutely but like if if the parents did a good job raising them and the kid kind of fell off then it's not the parents fault the parents mm-hmm. did an honorable job and and likely a good job during that case a yeah. lot of people need to realize that being a parent is like the by far the most important thing you'll ever do or be involved in in your entire existence absolutely and more people need to realize that and Mm. i mean of course i've seen very good parents but like the majority of my like observations and today's like day and age like parents are just like like they're faded like they're just like they're literally just like faded like they're not solely there for their kid they're like half in half out half like they're like half still like young half still like you have to like i mean some people get it and some don't and, and it really is both parents too like yeah. it, it's really which makes it harder to it's deal it's with. a it's a louder voice saying that it's the guys that are leaving and everything but i would say there's still a smaller but present voice saying that like well you know look at all these terrible decisions that the mothers are making too so I think we've we've just devalued the family. You know, it's like if you, you're not you're not gonna attend to you're not gonna attend to something you don't care about. I, I think it's also because just like people get way too caught up in themselves and not really they don't really consider. Like I, I know a lot of people. Like I, I know it's gonna sound kind of like weird, but like they go out when they have their children at home, like. Obviously, you right. can go out. Like, you can have a life, I guess, outside of your children. But at the same time, it's like you're you're raising a whole nother life. You know, my, my dad, you know, he left. You know, my dad left when I was young, yeah. right? My mom stayed, and she had to work a lot. You know, she was a single mother, three kids. You know, she was crazy. She was wild. So she, she hunkered down, stayed with us, right? And did she make some of the best decisions? I mean, no, but she did what she could. You know what I mean? She was really trying to do things. And because of that, I turned out, I guess, better for it. Around <coughs> what age do you think you started to realize by just seeing your situation and mm-hmm. everything? Like, when did you, like, start to comprehend, like, oh, shit, like, I'm the man. Like, this is me. I got to step up and really 
take charge? So I'm the middle child. Okay. So I have an older brother. My older brother has this thing where he coddles us. It's just older brother syndrome, like older older sibling syndrome. They always coddle like the younger ones, right? They don't want them to go what they went through, right? Which uh, in in kind of backfires a little bit too because we, we're going through the exact same thing. We're in the same household, you know what I mean? But you're trying to shelter them a little bit more. I didn't get to the realization of that I had to become, I guess, the man until I was, fuck, maybe like 15. Like that's lower than I would have thought. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, and anything. It's like, uh, but you're really supposed to get that at a pretty good age. You have to get that. I think at least you should get it by the age of twelve, right? You got to start building yourself up as a person, right? Saying like making a a kind of list or like a a projection of who you want to be as a man, Mm -hmm. right? Who you want to be as a provider. That I didn't really even get that until like like I said, fifteen. And it's it's kind of it works backwards a little bit, right? Because to realize you're a man, you got to realize that you, there's gonna be shit that you can't control. There's I, gonna be shit that that's gonna fuck you up and shit that's gonna go against you. So I'm gonna. I feel like there's gonna be no better point for me to reference this video, but I I want to play this from um, the Y and K podcast, which is with Mike, who's an absolutely dope artist. <laughs> okay. And um, shout it's kind of yeah. Shout out Mike, man. And this is in this he kind of talks about like. You know, the question of who are you? And he put me on this where he was just like, every night before you go to bed, like, write down all the things you identify with. Like, I wrote down, like, Mike, you know, human being, male, musician, every, all the things that you'd say, hey, what do you do? Yeah. Who are you? You know? Yeah. I wrote all that down, and then, like, right my final thought, right before I, you know, put my phone down and put my, put my journal down, it's just like, uh, uh gentle reminder that I'm not any of those things, you know, that you're really not any of those things, and, and that's what learning about myself has taught me, it's just like, there's a, I'm, I just feel like we're all connected at a higher, a higher power than what we are, you know, tangibly in this, in this realm, you know? How would you answer that question, Andrew? Can it be answered? Who are you? Yeah. I mean, if you really want to know the answer, my personal answer, you know, I, I think we're all, we're all God, we're all conscious. I like that. I like that. Actually, I, I like that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I. The first time I had the thought, "Who are you?" Like, like, who am I as a person? Type shit. That was eight years old, right? You don't get into the mindset of who you want to be as a man though, until until a little bit later, and it, there's a big difference actually. I feel like I'm not there yet, and that's okay. Yeah. That, that, no, that that's totally okay because uh, I mean, it, it's Same. a it's a hard process because when. Uh, I was really young when I had the thought, who are you? The thing is, it's a very limiting question. You can't specify who you are into, like, specifically one thing. I, okay, me, I could say I'm a, I'm a good person, right? I could say I'm, uh, I'm smart, I'm creative, intelligent, whatever the fuck. I could say whatever the hell I want, but there are going to be times where I'm going to be dumb as fuck. There are times where I'm going to be maybe not make a good decision simply because my emotion got in the way. I'm in control of my emotions most of the time, but... There's always going to be a point in time in your life where you lose it. Where well, you well, I mean, that's where meditations come into play and, like, the whole, like, aspect of stoicism and, like, mindfulness. Like, that stuff really does work because, trust me, like, 
I am like the person who needs it the most and like when I really get into it and like there's it, it it really does work and I think like especially us as like being in our young 20s and like we're really like on the verge of doing verge of like being there yeah like now is a really important time for like people like us to realize that like you really can like kind of just like hunker down into the depths of your own mind and like dig stuff out and like construct this crazy like mind power and like and like use this like completely like metaphysical thing that you can't see touch hear feel anything and like use it to bend reality and that shit is real as fuck absolutely it really is yeah no i i 100 agree with that i mean that's that's something you you don't get for a very long time in life um to, to have that mindfulness and everything, it, it takes time. It takes time to build it up and really uh, know yeah. what it's about. Because you have to sit and think for hours, dude. I'll tell you, man. Like, showers? That was what really... Dude, I once took a 10-hour shower, dude. <laughs> Jesus and, Christ. And I, will, yeah, and I will tell you. What? I, no, I know, right? I know, right? That water bill must have been crazy. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> he woke Are up on Saturday. But here's the thing, right? And I used to say I loved taking long showers. Every one of my showers when growing up was two hours or more, right? Young be- philosopher. Bro. No, yeah. because, be- no, that's how much thinking yeah, I was yeah. doing, yeah. dude. That's how much thinking I was doing. You, uh, I've gotten to that. What, what you're talking about, dude, I've, I've been there. I've been like that for a very long time. I don't shy away from anything. And that's also why I, I have like practically I have stoic behaviors. Like I don't get I don't get angry. I, I don't get angry. Like nothing can upset me ever. Have I'm you not, been angry before when you were like younger? Like ha- like you know like lost it before and then you gained that control or you or you've always been like that? before the age of before the age of eight. Absolutely. Um, after afterwards, I realized there was there's never a reason to be angry i know that sounds kind of weird but like if uh yeah if you really think about yeah, it if you're if you if you're angry that means you're out of control mm-hmm. and if you're out of control that means you can't do anything you can't do anything proper and you can't do it the right way well i, I mean you can do a lot of things and be out of control no. yeah can. like you could be like things can drive you to a strong point of frustration and i think a frustration and anger are very much tied in too but i mean I think there are some things that are that truly drive like a, an anger response, like directly. That it doesn't go from you know, you know, being stubborn all the way to angry. It sometimes just goes right to angry. If someone assaults you, you know, I mean, then I mean, yes, you have the adrenaline flowing just to survive, but you're also I, like subconsciously at a psychological level, like you're angry at that person. I, I get like, happy. How dare you? Every person has like a certain like dark side, like monster inside of them, like. Mm. Each person like can can go that way and become like that version of themselves, but just like a dark like bad like yeah. evil version. Everyone can do that, and certain people have like a version of it that's just more like easily pullable and like usable yeah. in real life. Yeah, I'm so that's so tied <laughs> into uh-huh. um, Carl Jung's shadow that he prophesies, and yeah. and, I th- and Jordan Peterson kind of talks about too. I think. There's this. There's a shadow, and then there's the dragon, right? So, and when you think oh, of a, when you when you when you think of a story, when you think of a story, you have to go and 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 conquer conquer your dragon. But only when you go into the shadow and out, you have to go into the shadow to win. Yeah. You know, no one wants to go in there, but you have to dig into that. Yeah. Have you guys seen 
that one, it's like a short little five second meme video. It's like, it's like a white background screen. It's um, animations, these two girls, they're like, oh, this mirror shows us in the future. Like, I wonder what I'll look like in the future. And they're just like them, like with like a regular job, just being like regular girls. And like, oh, that's crazy. And then it's a boy. And then it shows his future, and he's like some fucking god of war. That says a lot. That's actually that's actually deep. It's going through. It's like some some people limit their own ceilings. I think about that all the time because that's so true. Like, um, like maybe not like the like dark and like hurtful evil side, but like every person like has that like just like pain that like painful side where they like are able to like i think that pain is divine actually it's like a pain that you need to conquer and i think that i think you know that says a lot about about god and his purpose maybe for you know what that means for us you know it could be be to conquer that pain that's interesting you know what i'm gonna bring up right no you you don't know no yeah come on you know you know, you know. Dude, you come know. on. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, no, I, I have no so, clue. So, so, I'm, so I'm an atheist. Okay, okay you did one. I didn't know if you were going to go there. Have you okay. ever done psychedelics? Huh? No. Okay. And I asked him the and, same and I, Yeah, <laughs> everybody does. Fair. <laughs> I, and I wouldn't, right, simply because uh, I guess, you know, the the my, the argument behind psychedelics is usually that it, it brings you to a higher like order, like a higher uh, sense of a higher plane, right? Um, I, I don't think that's true. I really don't think that's true. Your mind makes up literally anything, dude. There are people. I mean, you see it with trauma. You see it with anything. Like, um, you can go through something and you can completely block it out of your mind. I think your mind is the most powerful thing. I mean, look around us, bro. Like, this was all created by a mind, right? I mean, collect a collective mind, but. Um, as far as like what I think is describing God and things like that, I think it's our mind, because our, our I mean, think about it. Back then, people back in those days, dude. I mean, they were severely dehydrated, like always trying to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they were always going through something. I mean, their mental state was not good. I mean, why, why would, why wouldn't you see something of comfort? Why wouldn't you hallucinate things? Why wouldn't you start to? look for a, a source of, of higher power. Why wouldn't you want to feel more than yourself? It makes too much sense. That's a good point. It makes too much sense to, to believe. It. Uh, I know it's going to sound kind of weird because I just said I'm an atheist, but it makes too much sense to believe in God. You you have the Almighty at your side. I'm sorry. The all, You are at the Almighty okay, side. Okay, well, it's, it's, and that's why, I, I mean, this is the atheist versus agnostic. It, it makes too much sense, and therefore... It makes it makes no sense to be agnostic. But then I think the I think a fair discussion, if you can call it that, between between theists, is what is God like? You know, it's like okay, I think I I mean you could say God is the fundamental moral, uh, consistent uh, con- consistent figure for you know your life. I think that's that's something something you always aim something always, it's, you always aim a, to. You yeah. could you could believe it as as um the you know God Almighty who who you know looks upon us like the Greek uh, Zeus, <laughs> right? So I mean you, you could have that that, but then to to say that there's not there, today's there's not a fundamental moral 
um, attribute um, in in a in a higher power, I think that would be wrong because I think there's, I think there's a lot of shared morality amongst uh, humans. I think shared morality that is absolutely. It's a it do, that doesn't make sense. That that's un, that doesn't make sense. Shared morality would uh, imply that everyone feels the same way about a certain thing. That's not true. That's not mm-hmm. true at all. And if you and if you try to make that argument, there are plenty of. Uh, examples in the world that show just the opposite actually you know what i mean just the the existence of uh other religions and everything that's why that's why christianity tries to prove like there's only one true god because like they they don't believe in anything else right they don't think that any of those have any kind of uh basis right but truly if you look into it if you look at, at the bible the quran anything like that, they have a lot of the same i guess morals but just have a different application of them right if you're saying there's one whole truth i mean you're probably right the only thing is everyone expresses that truth differently well i don't think it's really much of like the um um like uh personal beliefs that are shared it's like the ones that are more so based in like um nature like the same way like two random people would take care of a baby who's on the ground that they don't know, like that's a shared mo- uh, morality. Uh, sure. <laughs> now I offer a different perspective. I offer an, an absolutely terrible perspective, even because there's people that will see that baby and think of doing horrible things. They'll kill it. They'll do. There, because there are awful people in this world. See, that's but, the kind of thing. No one's born like that. That's yeah, I don't. That's th- you're thinking of like a third year old person who's given up on life. What you're no but see. Doesn't want to kill let's himself. take let's take it farther back then. Let's take it further back. I mean, back then in in our ancestral days, I guess you there could have been the chance that they would see an orphan baby and and you know um, raise it. But why would they do that? It doesn't make sense for survival. Because they would feel bad if they didn't. Uh, well, that's that's implying that they feel bad. You don't know how they feel, because that's that. Here's the thing about people: they will always make. I think people will always consciously make a bad choice simply because they can. Most in all of the, cases, in, or all, in sometimes, rarely, in almost every case, uh, a lot of people will purposely make a decision no. that they Why know. Why would you do that? If no, you that's about it? Uh, well. See, here's the thing. Pe- that's a, is that, that's amazing. No shared morality. Absolutely, it is because let okay, all right. Let me all right. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Right. You, you ever had a friend, right? And he had a girl, right? And you look at this girl and be like, damn, she look key. Like, like, she's way she, out, low key. She look, she look, yeah, she's yeah. low key, like a little fine, you know what I'm saying? And have you ever, have you ever had that? What do you mean by this? Like, okay, just, just, just answer. In general, or? Have I ever in seen general, a in general, in general. where the, or in the like a woman seemed prettier than the guy? No, no, guy. what I'm saying is, have you ever thought that? Have you ever thought that? Have you in, been in the situation where you're just with a friend, he has a girl, and she's like, damn, she's kind of fine. I mean, okay, in okay, in what sense? Like, like, that's all. Like, in what just, sense? just answer that question first. Yes. I'll elaborate. Yeah, I would, on, say, I would yeah. say, yeah, I can appreciate right. beauty Absolutely, in people. Right. I, you, yeah. you, you think about like, it. You think yeah. about it, and you consciously make the decision. Like, that's your boy's girl. I'm not gonna do nothing, right? Because obviously, she don't want mm. me. Oh, 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 oh. Mm, no, I mean, you that, don't that, think that. No. See, I, there you go. No, that's I, that's exactly what I mean. If you just have that much respect, it's like a coworker, bro. Like, if you have, if you're going through, I. You know, people who, let's say for the sake that someone doesn't mess with their coworkers, and that's just not part of their morality, right? They'll, they won't go in and immediately think, wow, 
I'm gonna fuck her. Yeah, it's like, it's like I, it's like she's my coworker, right? So I think that like, I, there are people, and I know a lot of these people because everyone has them, and a lot of even the bosses, bro, even the people that have been there, they see a new hire and they're like, damn, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, but there's something wrong with those. A people. lot of people are, very and that's a lot of people. Up sexually, and that's a, a lot of people. That's are, right? a lot of yeah. people. That's and I do mean a lot of people. You think it's look, you only know yourself sexually. Right, you don't know other people's sex. You don't know where other people's morals stand. You don't know where other people's morals are gonna take them or what they do in their off time. You can think that they're gonna make a good decision because they have good moralities and because they live in a society. Dude, there are fucked up people, and it, it's not that there's like uh there, there's more good people than there is bad people. Absolutely not. There's more bad people than there is good people. The only thing is they're not noticed or they're not called out on. Do you think that will always? Do you th- do you think that's always gonna be the case where there's more bad people than good people? Absolutely, because I would disagree. And uh, the reason I would say that, look where we, okay, let's let's for, for example where we are now. How do we get here, right, dude? Uh, re- religious wars, uh, territory battles, right? It all starts with bloodshed. It all starts yeah. because someone thinks I need more, right? I need this, I need that. So mm. for it could be for a good reason. But it's not going to be a good reason for everybody, is it? It could just be. It could be out of a moral claim too that they're attacking. It's not that they want it. Like it's like if if they if one nation believes that the other nation's full of sinners and they need to be redeemed. I think that's that's a totally different thing. If I want this land, okay. Let's let's put it in in a food perspective, right? Let's say you you have a neighbor, right? They have more food than you. This is back in those days, right? Right. Right. And you see their food, and you're hungry. Your family's hungry. What are you gonna do? I mean, I think uh, you're you're creating a notion that you know they weren't already close because you said neighbor neighbor implies proximity and and and, and amenity, right? So I I'm, think I, I think not like um they're more amiable. They're m- more friendly. I think I I said the wrong word, but more, they're more they're more friendly, more open to to having conversation with their neighbor. Right? Most people would go to that neighbor and try to like make a friendship and share harder, the right? Instead okay, of killing them. Okay. Some would definitely do that, but do you believe I that? Think most, yeah, do you I think most would try to form some sort of like discord or some kind of thing going on, so they can both make some kind of move instead of, oh, this is, I'm just gonna totally because if they're like what he said, if they're definitely close, like they're already talking or something. I would say you're correct, but uh, that's mo- conquest. Most, yeah, most right. Okay, most yeah. um, most crimes they happen with people you know. I mean, yes, there are cases of random killings, right, and personal killings, but most murders and everything that goes on, it's because you know that person. It goes back to what I said before. You can only hate something if you love it. Like, it, like let's say, for example, right, because we're looking at, at, at today's perspective, right? Uh, again, let's go back to those days, bro. There, was, there were different tribes. There were different people. There's different countries, everything, right? There is always going to be a separation. One way or another, they can have different you find values? They have different values, and of that's course. why I'm saying it'll. They're. It's possible to have more good people than bad people, because if you have a shared intellectual morality, and and that could be. I mean, there's there's many ways that that could happen. It could happen through religion, which is the most common one that we've seen, because like. You can impose it in, in all churches, and all churches teach the same thing intentionally, right? That's implied. Or or mm, okay. or dictatorship for you know forced um, social policy, right? So eventually you'll have a generation of people that will always follow the social policy and won't even question it. Um, 
And I, I think that that has, you know, that that says a lot too, is that like it can, um, you know, it can be it can be spread in, in a positive way, but it can be spread in a negative way. So I think when I think of people, um, I'm, I'm a Christian. So if if more Christians were more vocal and they were surrounding themselves in different areas, I think the spread of Christianity will increase at least the percentage of people that that follow it truly. I think there's a lot of fake Christians, but like, um, and that would mean that there's a more moral society right there. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's the spread of it's the f- spread of of positive ideology, if you want to call it. I, and positive is purposefully subjective, because we determined that there's not one morality. So you need to have a subjective better morale uh, moral system um, in order to spread it further I think you have to have a subjectively I mean uh, objectively um, stronger hand you have to have the upper hand if you want to spread that mm-hmm. uh, let's let's put it this way like religious wars it was whoever had the biggest like will to fight for their God do you know how Christianity spread um, uh, through missionaries and uh, missionaries, you know, Paul would go through and he would talk to the poor. He would talk to, with a lot of poor people, talk to the poor, talk to the women who stayed home, knocked on doors, all this stuff. So, so it, it's, yeah, I mean, you don't always have to have like immediate power over something. Like sometimes, like grassroots things, like really do materialize. Uh, to, so you you say you're saying that Christianity never spread with violence ever. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I said at all. Areas, no, completely like, by violence. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the Crusades right, happened. Yeah. That's like yeah. the whole no, thing. That's what I'm saying. But by no, that was okay. But you're okay, saying okay, you're okay. saying well, that first, I need to I need to clarify. Yeah. So they're spreading it, and then it got so big that like you're you're a couple hundred years off. Right. So when so when there are now Christian states, right? The government, which now you're saying about government, or how how are these people you know mentally, right? So the government was like, we need this land. We need to impose violence. And then in the name in the, in the name of God, we will murder these people and take over their land and, and claim back the land that we believe is ours. Manifest destiny. So that's like that's like 300 years. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fact check myself on this. But I think the Crusades happened in the 300s. Uh, yeah, fact check, fact check. <laughs> yeah. my, my history is not working I, right I now. I may even be like way off. house way off yeah but it took it took a thousand years for christianity to spread and then to you know and then to be imposed into government imagine the first christian king or christian minister right, right. so then then people have to get accustomed to that and then and then trust this this process enough trust the system enough when a leader says we're gonna go fuck this country up right. respectfully you know yeah. it's like they, that's that's kind of what they kind of what they did but yeah. So yeah, of course, Christianity and, and most religions have spread with violence, but but that that doesn't really say a lot about. I think the, it the, does. The, the, no, it doesn't. It it says more about the you know psychology of group thought than it does about morality. Well, the, the more you people you have in a room, if, the more likely there is to be violence. If you're, you go ahead. What are you saying that Christianity spreading with violence says? Like, what do you? Mean? Uh, it, it's an it's um. You're going against what you believe, right? You used to love thy neighbor, right? I, I mean, I can I can quote I can't quote the fucking Bible because I haven't read it, right? I'm I'm going to I'm going to read that entire yeah, thing. Wait. It's gonna go crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. It's gonna go crazy, dude. Um, I just haven't had the time yet, but it's gonna go crazy, dude. Um, but 
I mean, that's that's a big thing everyone says. That's what they advertise. It's it's literally a slogan. Like, it's something, love thy neighbor, bro. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule, even in your religion, right? It's because it's always based on interpretation. People say there are fake Christians. You just said fake Christians not yeah. too long ago, right? I, I don't believe that. I don't believe there are fake fake Christians. There are people who think about it in a different way. Every Christian that I've talked to, bro, not a single one can agree on a goddamn thing. And I and I've talked and, and, and I that, love that, talking about religion. You know that, that's you know that's a that's a fault of open forum, which is a good thing. I would I would say that um, the, the the argument behind that is well, Catholics have a pretty good system down, and, <laughs> and, and if you do, and if you don't share the same beliefs yeah. as the Catholic Church, that means you're just off. Right. Right. So and then there's there's thousands of denominations going Absolutely. through, and and they all they, and the the reason why there's so many denominations, um, Kara, jump in. Jump in, the, the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the reason why there's there's so many denominations is because people had their own um, their own. Uh, they think they knew better. They think right. they knew better than the church. Everybody but the church, knows. technically, technically has one has the you know strictly strictly interpret the Bible, right? So that's that's the that's how Catholics go about things, right? And everything else, yeah. it's like, well, maybe we should adjust it for like what right, it could right, mean right. now and, and everything else. Like, well, I'm a Christian, but I think that abortion is right in all cases. Uh, I'm like, well, that does, that's not biblical, right, right? Exactly. So, you know, they could be right in all, it's like, well, I guess I'll just make my new religion. I'll make my own branch of Christianity where that's a thing, right? So I think to, for you to, you know, talk about violence, it's, it's not a Catholic thing to do those things. Um, it, Tying it down to the original it, idea. It is absolutely Catholic to be violent, though. I can't even lie, bro. That shit is that shit goes crazy. <laughs> most <laughs> mo- most people, yeah. and in practice, Old bro. In in practice, my dude, I, I I'm I was a baptized Catholic, right? Um, so nah, dude, they're violent, bro. Like you get your ass beat for anything, I swear. <laughs> um, but I mean, in general, like um, you you brought up the point. What, you, you, wait, what did you just say? You brought up a really good point just now. That people will create their own religion. They think they're that they're better. Right, right, right. So that one thing could be off. Like, well, I guess I'll, I just I'm unique then. I and guess I'm the one that's right, needed. right, right. And then you yeah. you had said that there there are different denominations to to interpret the Bible in a different way, right? So that that's what's called moving the goalpost, right? That's that's your your it's a fallacy, it's a fallacy is what that is. It's create your making exceptions where technically in a rule book there shouldn't be any, right? You know what I mean? You're saying you're going to follow the certain things, but then in this case, you can go against that. So that's right? the case for Catholicism. Uh, and and Christianity. Catholicism. That, Christianity. Because, I, I Christi- we're talk- because we're talking, well, we're talking about all religion in general. Because there's okay, so always... Strict gonna, Quran interpreters, strict, you know, strict Dami Lama. Um, if it's, if it's, let's say, if it's based up for interpretation, it's not a truth. Say that one more time. If it's, if you can... If it's for if it's up for interpretation, it's not a truth. No, I don't believe that. And I think like the, there there's always you know the universal truths exist, so you can you can question it, but you know just like just like in math, there's always a proof. You can question it. You could say no, rectangle doesn't have four sides, <laughs> and you can claim that, and then you're like, well, no, here's mathematical proof about why you're absolutely wrong. Yeah, rectangle has to have four sides by definition. You can't do that with religion. You can. And, oh, you can't go and say, "What do you mean?" You can't you prove religion. That? I'm not saying prove religion. I'm saying prove, prove, you know, proof, proof. Like in in, in a mathematical sense, you said you said you can prove and you're uh, right. Uh, that you can't yeah, prove. So I'm, I'm using religion. It, it's, it's analogous. It's saying 
that when something is strict, you can go back to the rules that were put in first. And Absolutely. That would be, be a collection collection of the um the bible is a collection of the most ancient you know moral you know stories and then the new testament's a story about jesus life right so i think i think there's a lot of there's a lot of power there's hundreds of generations of oral stories being transferred from one group to another over time and then it was and then it was originally and then and then it went into the old testament and and you know going to the prophet right so you know things I think there's a lot of validity to to strict religious texts, and that should be seen as kind of like the guidebook. So when something's in question, then if something's not in question, then yeah, sure, you can kind of do whatever. But then if something is like strictly right there, it's like, well, no, why are you even questioning it? Because like the answer's right there. You see, can question the truth, but the truth is there. Right, okay, I, I see what you're saying. And um, and you, you bring up actually a great point. I think religion has a need. It's a bait, like it's a bait, like it's a... It's the only thing that keeps people from being extremely fucked up. It keeps people in check. It keeps people in line, and it keeps people um, under a certain mentality that you can go back to this rule book and boom, there you go. Allows them to feel accepted. Exactly right. You're gonna so you're always gonna feel like there's a, a basis there, right? That doesn't mean, however, that you can't achieve that on your own. I'm an atheist, and people. Like Christians have told me, I have a lot of Christian values, right? A lot of religious people have told me I have values. But in Christian their values, the, you the, could argue the Christian values are based on the truth. And based uh, on the truth. and of course, but I didn't find the truth through through God. You don't have to exactly. The truth, the truth exists exactly you have, right. If, it, you know, just I'm, because just because you don't believe in God doesn't right. mean that God doesn't exist. So okay. the truths that are divine, you're living out and you're experiencing, just because you didn't find them through God doesn't mean that God didn't make them. Okay, that's fair. I mean, the opposite can be argued, though. I mean, like they always existed, but they don't exist through God. Well, th- uh, that's that's not in the case of you know we're defining truth as something that's subjective, uh, objective, objective. Right. So if if there's an objective truth, then someone made the objective truth. Uh, so so regardless, it... if you want, uh, I'm calling God the truth. Right. Right. But if God's not the truth, and you still found you still found your way to the truth by other means, right? Without God. That, doesn't, that mean, doesn't mean the truth doesn't exist. That's a great point. That Actually, that's a great point. Just because I'm an exception to, I guess, a rule doesn't mean that I, I didn't follow the rule maybe in, in another way, right? Sorry. I, I'm saying kind of getting to an end point. I think um, you, can, you can act. Yeah, if you act morally in accordance with the truth, you'll, you'll get to the same end point as people who do believe in God. Right. I think. What? What I guess I'm touching on a little more, however, is back to the subject of are people good? That's why I think there are more bad people than there are good people in this world. People are not willingly good. I want to take that back to Cain and Abel. Okay. Because, you know, I think I, I think regardless of what you're thinking of, like, Adam and Eve, like, you know, Adam and Eve, and then there's Cain and Abel. And right. I would say they all started out as moral people, the, you know, the, you know, father mm-hmm. father very kind and very generous and and um i believe yeah cain killed abel so abel yeah. abel was super successful and and he was doing everything as he should and cain was doing the same thing but he wasn't reaping the same benefit do you know the story of cain and abel uh please elaborate so so two sons um of the i let's call them similar age you know they go to their father they want to impress their father when and the father's very rich right so Abel goes and he is very successful in what he does and he makes a lot of money and he's 
you know, making his father proud, right? And his, and, and, the fa- and his father is going and invalidating everything he's doing. So now, you know, Cain is doing the exact same thing. Cain is going and he's working hard. He's just not really saying the same thing. And he's seeing Abel get all these gifts when he feels like he's working as hard as he can. Um, or, sorry, I don't feel like he's not working as hard as he can. He's not working as hard. He's not getting the results. And he's resentful of, of Cain. So, so what happens? Cain kills Abel, not because they didn't start out as moral, but then, you know, after that, then that's, that started a whole chain of, of murders early on, you know, on a biblical, on a biblical timeline. So I, I think the, the morality was there and it was, and again, the truth was there and it started with Adam and Eve, you know, deceit, you know, going behind, you know, God's back. Right, and that's that tarnished the relationship there. Yeah, then Cain, then Cain killed Abel. That was always the weirdest thing. Yeah, to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go on a little tangent here. That was always the weirdest thing to me, going behind God, God's back. That doesn't make sense. Right, because he's all knowing. He gave he gave them free will to decide on it. That's fine. That's great. But he didn't go behind their back. But they they but they didn't did. go behind his back. Are you saying when um, he let them do it? That's what I'm saying. He let them. He, I mean, it wasn't behind his back. What? Like, are you saying when? Um, like um, apple tree, like when we, uh, well, is so I was I was referring to what, what uh, Brandon had just said that um, they, I was they going went back. behind God's back. Right, but I, I think we're kind of getting away from the point. We're talking about right. um, do people have like a, a morality like immediately? And I think yeah, it started with God's truth. Then it went from Adam and Eve, and they they sinned. They sinned. The was original sin. Mm-hmm. Cain killed Abel, and I think ever since then it just kind of went down the tree. So that was that's kind of the, that's kind of the human spirit, right? It's just going going through and. And, I mean, so and from dealing the, with our own—that's uh, where original sin, and we have to, you know, live uh, live a moral life now. But that doesn't mean that, like, again, the original thing wasn't there. Biblically, or, or I guess, um, uh, I don't want to say scientifically, but I guess, like, in in in, in human nature, right? We, we'll always make a bad choice. We'll always make a mistake. We're all, we'll always consciously do it. I mean, there was only one rule in the Garden of Eden, right? Don't eat that fucking apple, bro. <laughs> like, don't don't right, touch yeah, that shit, right? Yeah. Don't touch it. And that's they. The Exactly. They, they didn't play the game. Eggs. They didn't play I the mean, fucking game. I mean, we know why the apple was really eaten. Or Absolutely. Had. I mean, and there, there's a. I read somewhere there was actually like a little anecdote that I uh, uh, read that, um, like, it's actually the the apple is actually uh, the fruit is uh, uh, another word for sex. Like, I guess back in. I can in see this. that. Yeah, yeah. But that. that's besides the point. That's besides the point, right? So, <laughs> what what I'm saying is what what I'm what I'm trying to get at is that. Um, they we always willingly have made a bad choice since the beginning i mean we live with the original sin why because we'll always make a bad choice Uh we're always gonna sin it's it's known in human nature we're always gonna sin that's why i say people are bad people aren't intentionally good so i mean there are not no they are intentionally good they're not naturally good go ahead do you think you should be good then absolutely and but i also don't believe in good or bad you don't i don't i think it's very subjective there are people um for example like I could think uh, beating my child when they act up is, is good, right? There are people that call the cops, <laughs> like, yo, don't beat your fucking kid, right? There are people that think yelling at their parent is okay. <laughs> it's just, I'm just, yeah. notice I'm the only brown one here. No, I'm kidding. But, right, I would never in a million years raise my, my voice to my mom. Why the fuck would I do that type shit? You know, it's subjective, dude. Well, okay, so there's two things. There in the yeah. Bible it says honor your mother and your father. Absolutely. Right? But then on the contrary it says do not provoke your children to anger. 
so I think so I think it, it, yeah I think being raised you know again properly in a you know that good duality and that that's yeah. that's the truth right yeah. so that's that's a truth that um, didn't have to be written in the Bible happened to be but I think that's a valid way to live you know it's not to to continue to inspire your kids and affirm them and lead them in the right direction rather than not to anger them. Let the world anger them, right? So the world is this horrible place that they have to delve into, right, in order to fulfill their purpose and, and find a role in life. But why why would you learn why would you learn that from the house? Like like just why and if you don't provoke your kids to anger, then you you know that they you have a good household unit, in my opinion. Uh, too. Why is that generally accepted? That the world is such a bad place. It is, but it's just been this general acceptance for numerous because years. It and it's just because if everyone accepts it and everyone believes it, then it makes it real. Which is true. And and that's why I say it goes back to my original point that every, not everyone, people are not intrinsically good. People will always make a bad decision no matter what. If you didn't have any like moral standing on anything, if you weren't taught anything, you're gonna make bad decisions. You're gonna kill things. You're gonna. There's people also who well, have amazing moral standing and who you're grew up in a right. very good environment and make the worst decisions Abs- more than people so, I've seen in other situations. Absolutely. Okay, but but I think you, you could you and cannot that's say. To I think a bad person is someone who does evil things. I think evil would be a good word to use here, and I I think. You know, may, maybe if we're going to grow up with no moral sin, right, we're being a theoretical, yeah. then I think that would lead us to be maybe selfish, maybe self-serving. It's like, okay, I just know my feelings. And then, you know, my want, like maybe you'll steal something yeah. for yourself, but you would never hurt some stranger, right? That's evil shit. That's not it's true. Like, like uh, I mean, why would you theoretically? If, why would you? If, why would you hurt a stranger? Well, if you're, you're, not if, you're aware if you're of selfish, yeah. If you're selfish, you're not. You're not gonna give a fuck about how they feel. Well, that's just being a um, um, psychopath. Like, you're absolutely. And there are there are a lot of right. a yeah, lot I of people are psychopaths. It's exception. Like not being a human is not being a psychopath. Being, like it's not what. It's like most people are human, and then the psycho is the guy over there who's just a fucking psycho. But here's the thing: people think people think yeah. it's it's uncommon. Because it's portrayed as uncommon, because no one talks about it. But no, a lot of people are fucking psychopaths. They just they they know how to hide it. True. Like that's the thing. It's not seen because it's not portrayed because it's a scary thing. People don't like scary things. And I think there's something to be said. You were talking about intentions. Yeah. And everybody always will say, "I had the best intention. I had a good point for this." Mm -hmm. But. I think that that should be kind of phased out a little bit because there's a huge difference between intention and awareness. Okay. You know, well, my intention was never to hurt you. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I should have been more aware, aware. <laughs> of what my decisions and how they might affect you. You're absolutely Because right. that's just ignorance at that point. Of course. Yeah. And, uh, and you're willingly become, making yeah. a bad decision. Know, yeah, and you know, you're just like, well, my intentions were good. Well, yeah. were they, though, because you had no mental idea to even look at how that might affect other people so I don't think your intentions were there at all and because it wasn't an intention you you weren't here for this but I had actually mentioned something about uh, you you had mentioned the like your mind castle basically right um and, yeah. yeah yeah right that that's what I mean people will have these thoughts right they have these thoughts like they're they're in they're conscious about it right but their subconscious is working at the same time guiding their things guiding their direction that's where biases come from Exactly, right? Exactly, but people have those. You can say you have good intentions, and you could really truly think that the entire time. You never did. Mm. I will argue that you never did. 
because and it's you, so hard pill for people to mm, swallow. Of course it is because it, it it people hate to think that they're bad. Most people will see the awareness from the start and choose ignorance before they even like get going. Like, of course, walk into it like having the ignorance and knowing that. And that's why I say it. intentions yeah. don't really exist in that situation. Yeah. Now, absolutely. If you're if you're actually truly intentional, it's gonna it's gonna be in everything you do. Yeah, it's gonna be in every in the way you speak, in the way you walk, in the way you present yourself. Mm-hmm. You're never. It's never going to be a problem. You don't have to say your intentions. Everyone just knows them. It's visible. That goes back to that uh, story that you told me about, Brandon, um, with the guy uh, and hockey player. Remember the book that you read? And yeah. he was. Deter- you know, everybody was like, "Well, you just go against those rules. Like, just do it. You're you're gonna be amazing. It won't matter in a few years." He's like. Okay, that's very true. This outcome could be probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me, but I am completely throwing away any type of moral compass or um, determinative factor of who I am as a person. And if I ignore that now, then it'll always be that way. I'll always be ignoring it. I can't just yeah. one time ignore something and then I'll do better next time. That's right. not how it works. So, it yeah, has to be consecutive. In that book, it was awesome. Thing. It was like it was like it's easier to do something a hundred percent of the time than it is to do it ninety eight percent of the time. Which is very true. It eats it eats away at you. I mean, I can't yeah. say like I've always made good decisions. I mean, there are times where I have made bad decisions, and I think about those decisions quite often. I can I can count on my finger how many times I've made a bad decision because usually I'm intentional in the fact that <laughs> I how big how big of a decision are we talking about? Uh, what you said you can count your you said you've made five five yeah, mistakes in your yeah, entire five, life. Well, no, no, <laughs> but like five, uh, <laughs> mistakes. Not things a, that you really reflect exactly, on. Exactly. Kind of right. Push your buttons a things that bit. that truly changed me as a person. Trauma like that was like experience. The, huh? Trauma, Trauma, traumatic experience. No Dude, personal decisions. Just, like, personal decisions. Heavy, intense emotional. Yeah, absolutely. That you feel that don't agree, like isn't your it, own. Exactly. Being. It doesn't it agree you with you. Making that decision. Absolutely. I mean, at the time when I made those decisions, I had given up my three. Yeah, I had given up my three rules. I have three rules in life. From the age of eight, my only rules: don't hurt me, don't hurt other people, and don't cause any lasting physical damage. <laughs> that last one's very specific. Yeah. Um, to what, like anything? Everything. I apply it to everything, dude. And I respect that. And because of it, I've I've had a lot of friends. You know, I've had a lot of people that they look at me and they're like, no, I mean, I can't really say anything too bad about this guy, right? There was one person I really, actually, truly hurt, and. I regret it. I absolutely regret it. I I made I tried to do everything to make it up to that person. And um and in the end, I mean they they did forgive me. They did forgive me, but at the same time it why did I do that in the first place? Because I Even I went back on my you, Do you still think about it? Absolutely. Still... Of course, because I don't want to do that again. Well, you were a different person at that time. Yeah, and but I wa- I need to make sure that I don't go ever back to being that person. You get me? 100%. It's uh it, and that it, just goes right back to that ancestral idea of, of course. bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I think everything you you do in life it's supposed to be intentional. People who don't have intentions, people who again, that you were saying earlier, they they don't know themselves they they mm-hmm. have no creativity they don't know what they're doing right, in life they didn't have the outlet to, they to exactly it. they don't have mm-hmm. it right people who blame things or they do and they ignore it yeah yeah people who blame other things mm-hmm. for their decisions it those people have no mental facilitation to be able to even be aware of what they're doing mm-hmm. and unfortunately it, i'm going to say it again like that's a lot of people some people 
I mean, I would say some people are aware. They just don't want to do anything. Like, they're just so content with just being nothing. Like, people get caught up in that. Yeah. And they're, like, unable to, like, emerge and just, like, they just get caught on the, like... Well, they stay in their little flock. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They, they don't explore their own horizons. They don't explore their brain. I mean, bro, you, the brain is endless. That's why they call it deep, right? Deepness, because it's it's dark and it goes forever. It, there is no limit to it. There's no limit to what you can think in the brain. And that's why it's also good to know where you stand as a person. I've had fucked up thoughts. Things people yeah. shouldn't think. But but I know... <laughs> That I'm not that person. That's what I mean. Not every thought is your own, right? Not every thought that you think is a thought that should be taken seriously. Again, it's like those little intrusive thoughts. You, you're driving. You're like, ooh, what if I just swerve? That, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge separation yeah. factor too, because I don't think a lot of people even realize that that is a lot more common in everyday life. Absolutely. Than, but you than don't not. swerve because the goal was to drive where you were yeah. going, and what kept you from even into that was that purpose to, yep. that you were going to go and there. They followed the rules yep. of the game. The game is driving. <laughs> I mean... I don't think they so much followed the rule. They followed the intention that they want to be alive. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> or yes, get to a course, place. But, it, but in the same analogy. They may not have that goal or that place or that yeah. intention to, like, drive there or go there or do whatever, yeah. which may lead them to get caught up in their dark thoughts and travel down that or get involved in that. It... it when you have dark thoughts, and this, this is something I wanna, I, w- I wanna really spread. Um, dark thoughts, they're they're not scary. They're not. You could think a really fucked up thing, and you could think you're a fucked up person for thinking it. It's not true. You can think it, but it doesn't mean you have to believe it. And that's a huge separation between being a psychopath and Absolutely. a good person. That goes back. Is that well? I'm not gonna act upon that. Right. I'm not gonna into that i acknowledge it yeah but i'm gonna move forward right thoughts are ideas and ideas are kind of like out there i believe maybe we tied the conversation about this one time like what are ideas where do ideas come from Mm. and i i believe that there's something that we need to elevate ourselves to like you know baseline where we have no thoughts but then we go up we like ideas kind of manifest themselves based on what needs to be you know happening obviously as you get more proficient with it then that's why we can speak in sentences rather than just syllables or words right mm-hmm. so i think you know th- yeah thoughts and ideas i think d- this is validating your point this is validating your point that you can um yeah you know, when you have a thought it doesn't necessarily have to be an action thoughts and actions are so different mm-hmm. um even as as bad as thoughts definitely definitely could be i mean i mean um if if you're not acting on it and you actively fight against it i think that kind of you know relieves the soul a little bit even though if it's a little misplaced i don't i don't even think you have to fight against it your yeah. brain aggrandizes things to a point where they become real if you really truly believe you're an ugly monster who doesn't deserve anything in this world you Create will believe it it's true it's a it's a very true thing if you believe you are the best human being to ever exist Right, you, it's it's true, your reality. It's true. That's right? why I hate when mm. things like the idea of manifestation get really like societally washed. Yeah, no, yeah. because it, it's it's so important, and it's just it is. Yeah, man, man, I feel like people just take manifestation um, in a in a different route than it's actually meant to be taken. Mm-hmm. They're like, I think about it, it's gonna happen, right? No, it's more like you have to really truly make sure it's in your thought process every single day yeah. of every single yep. hour to be like, yo. 
I am gonna be this. I am this. Like, like it's not. That. Yeah, it's I it's wish, not. I yeah, yeah. Right. Not, so like not me- meditation and manifestation are both like you know based in you know, Buddhist teachings and it came from you know the you know East Asia. Mm-hmm. So when they have that, they are very intentional with the way that they're thinking. So, but when you but. I guess there's the lack of Buddhist practice here too. I mean, personally, I would say that I, I have some you know, Buddhist attributes, and like as an adjective, I would say I'm Buddhist. I'm a Buddhist noun Christian. I would say I'm a Buddhist Christian to describe you know my form of Christianity. That's blasphemy. But <laughs> it's not actually. It's not. But um, going through, and. You gotta understand yourself first. I think when people don't understand themselves, they they don't know what games to join. And I, I I'm gonna continue to harp on that analogy of, you know, playing playing games and and in terms of like what to do with your life. And that includes morality. That includes you know your career. So I, yeah, I think that that's that's super important. I agree. Awareness of self has been one of the biggest lessons I've learned in my 21 years of life. Um, and it took me a damn long time to even realize what that even meant to myself. But I agree in the sense that, okay, well, I have to really start to understand who I am, not who I want to be, what things are, where I am at right now. Mm. Because how are you supposed to get anywhere else at that point? You need to define or, a boundary. Or stray away from something else. Yeah. Define boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's the case with, you know, with, with anything, too. I mean, with your, you know. Plan, planning out and setting goals for yourself is is essential. I think that's kind of a, a given, but it's just not practiced enough. If you don't, if you don't know, if you don't know uh, where you're going, then it, you know you don't know where you're gonna end up. I I kind of also, and I've done this myself, but I kind of don't like when people will be like, oh well, I, I haven't met this person, I haven't done this, you know, I'm not meeting the types of people that I would like to. Mm. Well, how? much are you really submersing yourself in the environments in which you will find those people because that's, that's something that i struggled with for a while i would just complain and i'm not meeting anybody that i want to meet i'm just yeah. always surrounded by people who want to get super drunk at a bar but never really go much further than that but then i realized well i'm always hanging out in a bar yeah. i always mm. have a drink in my hand yeah so how am i ever supposed to find these people who i'm a lot more inclined to want to be around you gotta look in for those it. environments and that's not talked about enough you think it uh, being, might be, but it's really not, especially in this in, age group yeah. as well. You're absolutely correct. Um, the idea of yeah, being present, it's so mm-hmm. thrown out the window. Yeah. So it's so important to get there. I mean, when when you're present, you're really to take it. it it's almost like uh, opening yourself up, you know, with your entire body, and then also your soul just kind of seeing, taking inventory. You know, it's like when you're when you're self-aware, it's like, wait, I don't, I don't need those actions that I do just kind of. You know, throw those away, and it's like, okay, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know I had that, and then you, and then you kind of highlight that, right? Remember, we we had talked about the when you you saying I don't know. Remember, we had that that conversation. Well, about about adding adding parts to yourself. No, like adding like your speech. Right. You remember what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yeah. So yeah, I would I would have a um, chronic issue of saying I don't know to things, even when I did. So I would. I would say uh, we use the example of like Mongols or something. Yeah, it's, we, like, it's yeah. like what what did uh, what did the Mongols eat? You know, you know, back in the day when they had the Mongol Empire, what did Genghis Khan have for breakfast? Right. And then, and then I would have I would ch- try to answer the question. I would say, but I would I would say, I don't know, but yeah. Oh, I don't know, but um, I know you know people in, in China ate this, and Mongol Mongolia is kind of close to China, so I would try to rationalize that, that I would be so... I'd be giving my answer. I'm giving my answer like. 
I know yeah. that Eastern, you know, Eastern Asian culture ate this for breakfast. Right. It's almost discrediting what you're about to say. Right. He was, yes. That's that's which, the so, entire which point. Is, which is why it disconnects the listener. It disconnects myself. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it allows it allows me to like tell myself like right then and there. It's like, why are you even talking? Yeah. I, I say I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Just, just, just yeah, say quiet. It. Sit yeah. back. It's like, you know. And I found immediately. I found immediately after I had that conversation that that life took such a, a crazy upturn, like an insane upturn. It was it was like mm-hmm. getting to a point where I was I was at like a, a pretty substantial low, and just going and stopping the discreditation of myself was a you know that was it. That was what I needed. And and I think we talked for what like like we talked for a long that time. Night, it was yeah. definitely five hours. Yeah, I five think it was hours. Like, it wasn't like on your birthday. It was like that week. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I absolutely. I, one thing about me, I absolutely love conversation. I could actually talk forever. I don't like when I'm actively thinking. I don't even feel sleep. I've, I've like, I I literally just lack someone who can keep up with that. You know what I mean? Once I start thinking, it doesn't stop, and yeah. I don't feel anything else except just. Thought, yeah, it it, it's right it's person. it's a kind of high, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're an hour yeah. and forty in, and this is nothing. You this believe is, no, it's, it's almost two hours. You <laughs> yes. believe that? That's, yeah, yeah, it's and insane. But can't tell. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it kind of flies by. Yeah, I I realize that you know people people don't mean when they say I don't know. People lie in their in their underlying language. You know what I mean? And just like their regular speech, they lie a lot. Everybody lies. One thing for certain, everybody lies. But how they lie is a different thing, right? Some people lie in just saying like, ah, like I don't, I don't know. That's yeah. one of my or big. Or I don't things. have time. Or I don't have time. Yeah. Or no, I don't have a preference. It's <laughs> not, yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a lie. That's a lie. That's yeah. a lie, right? So what? Either way. What I like to, and what I told Brandon was like, it's not that you don't know. It's that you may not either have enough information, or you don't want to say it, or you, you really truly it can believe. Be fear as well. I, oh, of course. That's a huge part of where sometimes I might stop myself before saying something is, is it's that fear. I think another thing about letting that control yeah, one. Yeah. I, I think right. in life you What's shouldn't, that? you Deal. shouldn't let fear control any aspect of your life. You're right. The fear has a huge power on everybody. It's kind of the same idea of, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it is no, you're right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course. Like you, fear of the unknown kind of, <laughs> fear <laughs> of know, the unknown it's like is a very anxiety. small, yeah, that's just the unknown, the unknown promotes anxiety. There's a concept of like, um, the land we know, the land we don't know, and the land that's imaginable, only imaginable, right? So I think it's a healthy boundary to always push towards the land of the unknown um, with with a almost a giddy or a childlike intention of, of reaching the land that's imaginable. You know, so I, I think that is, you know, to, to, to go into the pursuit of the unknown, that's such a noble thing, no matter what you're doing, to always have that, like, new experience in a, with a like with positive intentions how wild is that that's a crazy thing you're like literally jumping from you're, you're jumping from a, a, a part of a reality that you thought you knew and now you're just like adding a piece yeah you know so and I, I genuinely believe we have full access to all of these things of course you know it's already just here it's yeah. just within ourselves it's we're always so uh well my gosh the universe the you know other planets let's get out well maybe not in this lifetime well why the fuck not I love it. Literally, yeah. why not? It, it, it's right here for you. It's Absolutely. just these barriers that, whether it was family, religion, society, yourself, fear created. You have to bring those down. And yeah. that's kind of one of the reasons why I brought up this sobriety thing. You don't have to be fully sober. I mean, there's a lot of amazing 
yeah things, things that, that yeah allow us even to like herbal things that we don't consider to be drugs you know but like yeah but you know one of the first things i learned in toxicology probably the first two days of that class we talked about alcohol toxicity right and how it's the number one toxin that the human race consumes and until i started to really recognize that in my own life is when i started to have these thoughts of I was able to kind of jump outside yourself a little bit, view mm. yourself from a different point of view, and be like, oh, wow, okay, this is fear consuming me. Not that I just ever recognized that beforehand. Connor, do you think you can give an example of, uh, of a time you felt that in your life? Like, <laughs> this is a job interview? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so, sorry, I'm just high as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of checked out. Like, an example of how, like, how I what in my life? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, he needs like, to rephrase it. Rephrase, yeah, yeah. rephrase like, what you rephrase said. Rephrase it in more of like a direct question yeah. term. Yeah. Um, had the moment to finally have a sense of clarity in your mind to step outside yourself and be like, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. letting all of these toxins control the way I was to the point where I wasn't even myself anymore or on the path of the what I want myself to be. Yeah, it happened probably about every like hour and a half and then, <laughs> yeah. and then I realized yeah. I just, just want to get high again and then like right. like I realize th- like the things about toxicology all the time and very frequently and I'm like I'd say I'm pretty aware about my body but I can get away with so much shit because I'm young right now yeah and, so and, and I, metabolic and I know, yeah. And I, yeah. know, I can tell like physically like, yeah. it's not always going to be that way so like Definitely, um, yeah, pretty You've much had times. every day. Yeah. yeah, every day, I'd say. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I experienced that, like, probably once a day. I would say, I wouldn't say, every, you know, that frequently, but I would say, like, once a day where I kind of just, like, be outside myself. Usually it's on my drive home because I have, like, a 40-minute drive home, so I just have, like, time to just kind of, like, view myself driving from a third-person perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, I just kind of ask myself, like, you know, how, you know, how was I in – in relation to society today you know how did i did i did my soul blend in with other people's souls and kind of create something new uh, and i would say that you know going beyond yourself to have something like that i would say that happens like yeah pretty you know every day that's, that's the idea of transcendence yeah i would say i transcend every day every single day uh, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> so yeah. that sounded cool yeah. we have so we have all of these indirect and direct forms of um toxicity or in enlightening factors mm-hmm. um what so indirect ones though is things that we eat we eat so well we try to take care of ourselves but we still have all of this that's coming in through our food and everything that we don't even yeah. know is affected we buy organic well okay think about how the water cycle works mm-hmm. it's not going to be you know it's still going to be affected so it's interesting to think about that perspective to be like okay well how much have we might have strayed away from these morale um, concepts these morality yeah. concepts because of the things that we have no control over you know the things that we have no control over meaning like the environment yeah like okay yeah I can go in my backyard and I can grow everything myself and I know yeah. exactly what's going into it I know what's in the soil I know what's in the fertilizer you know what's in the soil water could you though yeah like you, can, like you can you can get, get it like soil tested growing stuff in your yard like the homeowners anytime the sprinkler is yeah, yeah. on like anytime a sprinkler is on it, it, it has like some type of fertilizer most right? things are particulate it's like and, yeah. and once it's I mean True. but it's it, but now it goes back into now it goes back into the soil and what's in fertilizer all these phosphates yeah. so, right so yeah. it's like you're kind of um, 
you're kind of putting the label on your own food right there. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you, know, you have to, you have to watch out for what's in that soil. You know, maybe it's best to get something that is like from like store-bought, like store-bought soil instead of like just believing what's in the ground right now. Cause literally anywhere mm-hmm. that's anywhere that has a sprinkler, anywhere that's consistently fertilized by humans, yeah. it has no, it's no, no way, no way it's like healthy to grow stuff in like perfectly healthy. Yeah. I'll say healthy enough. Like I would say that's not clean. And I'll say no yeah. soil in, in a suburb is clean. That's fair. I agree with that. Yeah. And I would say that's, that's cause like, well, I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that it's, it's way too common too. Like if, if you're not, if you're not having sprinklers on, they literally get mad at you for not having your sprinklers on. You know, like, what are <laughs> you going to, it's just sewage. Yeah. When it's just sewage. Right. And it's like, you know, how is that? How does that work? Right. Um, it's it's just it's interesting to look at that type of thing. Now, can I kind of just reroute this real quick? Yeah, sure. I just yeah, 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 yeah. So, what about the idea of being like high on life? Have you any of you ever done something that you chase that high in a natural sense? Oh, 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 oh no, yeah, okay. for the wrong reason, but right. yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm absolutely the kind of person That's who so powerful. I'm always looking for like feeling more. Yes. Right. Uh, that's that's it's a necessity of mine, right? I I need to constantly feel like there's something bigger inside me because naturally I don't feel too much as a person, like I don't feel like extreme emotions at any point in Sigma. life, exactly, <laughs> something like that, right? So most of the time I'm just kind of neutral. I'm kind of neutral in my own head. You know, I'm I'm going crazy. You know, it's going it's going brr, right, and around people like you can ask anybody around me. I'm the craziest motherfucker like in that whole group. Anytime you go wild, right? When you're and out, I go, I am hurt. wild as all fuck, right? I don't care about a lot of things. I'm the one that brings the party everywhere. That's again part of the reason why I want to become a club owner, right? Yeah. So. Um, so like I, I just have a different kind of vibe and a lot of people can attest to that. It's interesting is that like you, cause I would say that I feel high on life when I break the rules of the game that we play. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you, and you said that you actively break the rules I, of I, the game every day. So that's, time. that's for being high on life. So that's a crazy connection. Yeah. That's I, actually pretty wild. My, my, like the connection mm-hmm. we made from earlier, like, like literally. Wow. I thrive that, on I chaos. Just, dude. Wow. Like <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's a weird dude, connection. What, yeah. Like literally I, I, I feel high on life, you know, when I go on a crazy road trip by myself. I, I would say, like, going and driving to Texas by myself, that was absolutely insane. Like, the, the touch of God that I felt once I crossed the Texan border, just because, like, no, like, you know, who knows why I felt that, right? But, like, maybe just, like, the, you know, the sense of, like, oh, my God, I made it. Like, you know, I, I wasn't supposed to be out that weekend. I was, I was supposed to be home for Mother's Day weekend. And then I was out there in Texas. Like I wasn't supposed to be there. I, I was getting, getting that I, phone call. I was getting so Same. much shit. I was getting I was getting so much shit for for going and not being there. I eventually did go back. Long story, but like, I, I yeah, that was that was a that was a wild time. Um, he, he, Roberto helped me out because he called me at like, I called him at three o'clock in the morning. He answered and I talked to him for like a like two hours. Yeah. I ended up pulling up at six forty-five in the morning. And so like that last like that last night shift was a bitch. But um. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I felt high on life is when I was doing stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing, like going to Key West in the middle of the night, going to Jacksonville in the middle of the night, like um, <laughs> randomly taking the girl I was dating out in the middle of the night to like Pompano Beach. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, because, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna bring bring back another little thing that kind of ties, that kind of ties into um, the fact like uh, why people are bad. They don't, 
They don't. You're really set on this. No, just, no because you, you wrote this in the back no, of your no, hand. No, no, no. You know, this and is then, my goal today. Be, no, That's my objective, right? Because <laughs> it some it feels weird, but and yeah. I think everybody could has an experience like this and probably actively seeks it most of the time. There's a point in time where you want to break the rules. You want to feel something different, mm-hmm. so you will make a wrong decision. A wrong decision, right? It doesn't always have to. It doesn't always have to be crazy. It, huh, what? That's not where mine personally would come from, but I do agree with you. Right, right. So it's like, uh, I think it stems from a lot of places, though. Like, I mean, for example, Brandon was like, uh, should I do this? I think I would do it anyway, right? <laughs> right? Oh, he, yeah. He thought about trip. it, right? He yeah. thought about it. listening to that internal self. Right, but it, but if, well. but it also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It also yeah. has, that also yeah. gives a facilitation towards grander things. I mean, uh, when you, when something is small, it can grow. Right. And especially in the mind, like you, you can do that at any point in time. There's going to be a point where your mind literally switches. People don't notice it. It's so subtle. Um, I've been able to pick up on that in myself whenever my mind literally switches into like a new, a new way of thinking, like a little more. So the other day, right, I was um, (laughs) a little little personal story here, a little personal story. And then and then I actually have to go. I think we all have to go. Yeah. No. Right. (laughs) Um, I was. I, I told this girl that I liked her, right? And she was not about it. And I was like, no, that's okay. Don't even worry about it. That's fine. But, but, but I was feeling really petty, right? <laughs> so, so the next weekend we all went out and yeah. there was this girl at the, at the club. I was going crazy with that girl <laughs> right in front of her. It was Hell hilarious, yeah. dude. <laughs> now, it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, like, make her jealous. Yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't even for that. It, it was just the feeling of satisfaction of like, you know, you may not like me, but it's okay. There are plenty of other people that do. Yeah. Right. So, was it wrong? I mean, I never, I didn't hurt her. So it follows my three rules. I didn't hurt her. I didn't hurt me, and I didn't hurt. But at least okay. you were aware of yourself enough to be like, I'm not gonna let this one little thing completely consume me. Absolutely. And bring me down because at that point, that's just like. Yeah. Why even do that to yourself? Exactly. It's not them doing it to you. It's you doing it to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, and like the thing is like. She, you know, she rejected you, so it's like she has, you know, you can kind of just, you know, play around a little bit. It's yeah. Like, okay. Cool. So it's like we can just be homies. Yeah. Then, no, and, no, then, and then just kinda, and then just like low key, just like, you know, play games just like you did. Yeah. So that's exactly what you did. So it's it, it's just kind of, it's just kind of funny. And that like, probably was something that where you kind of felt a little bit high on life. I have cool. You know? Oh, fucking cool, yeah. bro. When you prove <laughs> someone wrong on something, <laughs> oh my god. No. It feels yeah. good. It just does. Yeah. So there, there's just like a nature there. Yeah, it, it's it's satisfaction. It's it's satisfying, right? I mean, we're always looking for a kind of satisfaction. We find it in the weirdest places, yes, but we do. but I encourage that natural side. I also encourage other sides, of course. Absolutely. But um, you know, I think the chemical nature of certain things we should avoid. That's a personal opinion, right? But I don't know. I feel like if we if we're able to experience these highs and at such a base level with something small yeah, we don't, happens, we don't yeah. deserve like, this. Imagine what you could experience and find out the further you explore into that, the right. further mm. you dive into. Okay, well, let me start playing around with this. It's like I don't know, like Tetris in a sense. But like you should spiritual transcendental Tetris. I believe <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Let me find yeah. this path. Right, 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 right. I it's be- going to be a whole arrangement. Put but. together the pattern. Yeah, find find the, I find can the see pattern. That, yeah, yeah. And that's a huge. Yeah. Um, idea and spirituality as well the, that that life is patterned and energy is patterned but listening to the pattern and starting yeah. to notice things that 
bring good in your life versus bringing bad. That's kind of what I mean. So in a sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's crazy. No, hundred percent. Dude, last time we were talking about the dumbest shit. But we really were. We bro. were, and then and then other people came in and we got self conscious and we're like, you know what? Let's talk to you. I want to talk about something dumb. So I wrote down. I I wrote down. I I sent Connor a couple things this morning, but I'm like, hey, let's talk about this because that's when I thought about in the shower. I completely forgot about those. My bad. No, dude, that's fine. Obviously, we did we did not we did not cover it at all. We're good. Dude, um, it's we should have had a briefing before we like started. Maybe. Maybe a little bit, but I think this is also good that we kind of just went in our own direction. I think that's yeah, natural. Yeah. I think yeah. we, if we, I, like, I'm forcing this conversation. I'm forcing the topic change what, now. What, like, what do we call this every time we, we get on this, Brandon? Just nothing. Just flow. Fu- fucking just up the, fl- we're just, just fucking flow, up the bro. mic, dude. Yeah, we're just fucking it up. And then we're gonna do this next week too. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we have no, yeah, we have we have time to cover these things oh, anyway. But the most important yeah. thing, most important thing that happened in the last six months, I think objectively, I'm. The queen died, bro. <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. I I could not care. But um, yeah, go to Reddit. But but I that got me that got me thinking because I've been looking forward to this you know this you know podcast doing this again. I'm like so I wrote that down, and I'm like, what what good nowadays does the monarchy do? Like what are like the pros and cons of monarchy, like from like a societal perspective? Because I think people talk about it from like a government standpoint and it's like okay well it'd be good followership mm, yeah are we talking like theory <laughs> sure. here too are we talking That's like yeah theoretical theoretical, theoretical. i mean That's my theoretical take yeah I think people don't want to think for themselves and some do but like it's so much easier to not you're absolutely right. I think right. that's a very mm. monarchical yeah. way of, of being. Yeah. yeah, way of thinking. We talked about morality in the sense that, like, yeah, a powerful force would have to impose, would have to impose, um, you know, a moral theory on a large group of people. I think a king could do that. Absolutely. As, and that's, yeah. I mean, it shows, in yeah. history, it shows that that's exactly what happened. You know? Right. Exactly. And King, you know, king Henry VIII, you know, the King James Bible. King Henry VIII was the reason why, you know, the, you know there was the, the great uh, schism. And then yeah. there was, yeah, so... For King sure. Hung with all the wives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, my boy, my boy was like, "Yo, no divorce? Nah, <laughs> nah. We got to make a new religion for that. We got to well, run that. We got to run it back." He's like, "I'm gonna do something yeah. that I want to do, and I won't let us, you know, anybody else." And they just <laughs> had to accept it. So there's just been this overflow of just like, okay, I'm just gonna accept how things are. I'm gonna accept that society's a bad place. I'm gonna accept that people mm. are bad. On, on a less serious note, could can you just imagine how like fucked up your marriages that you're just like yeah no I gotta make a whole new religion bro <laughs> you know what I mean like, it's like this woman like, ain't I, 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 need, <laughs> I need another god I need another way of living bro cause yeah. damn I do not wanna be with her anymore <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy that's that's disrespectful I can't even <laughs> is it disrespectful it's disrespectful as fuck bro I bet you so she bad. wasn't even that bad bro like this man <laughs> was just horny I swear like he just wanted how like, big was the idea of respect them uh, huge I guess yeah. instead of res- respecting the king yeah I mean right. which is kind of weird Double because yeah, right. could you think of like back then like how like you know a lot we do a lot of things today Back then, they would have been you would have been like probably burned at the stake for most of the things that we do today, right? Yeah. Outside yeah. this general. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> but then, but then the boy, what? but then the boy, the king is like, yeah, fuck religion, bro. Fuck Catholicism, bro. We, 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 no, we don't mess with that Christianity. Woo. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's the king. Exactly. Right. He's the king. He can yeah. do what he wants. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, hey, um, 
we're just not gonna do that. Anymore. Just, <laughs> it's like we'll come and says like you know that you like, know that's Christian enough. that Jesus guy. It's like yeah. he, oh, he's pretty he cool. ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's canceled. Yeah. He's canceled. <laughs> so, Jeez, man. That, yeah, that, Kings that, are wild, bro. Kings are really wild. They the, the motherfuckers really did. Anything. What's the most positive thing a king could do? Because I don't think it, I don't. What's what's the what's the biggest? I I don't know. I know you. We have to leave. But like um, we'll. we'll I just want last thing. Like, what yeah, do you yeah. think? What's what's the top thing? Like, who can say like they're the best king ever? And wh- how would that define a, the best king ever? Support the people. Make them want to follow you, not force them to follow you. Not be afraid of getting murdered or burned down. Um, Create an environment that like they want to. They they are happy to. That, that's a hard ask. I mean, because I mean, you're only one person, and you're yes, you have the power, but at the same time, it's like, uh, how do you differentiate what everybody wants? Everybody wants something different. You know, it's. Um, Yes, you can have your people trust you. I mean, be good, be kind-hearted. The only problem is people take advantage of that. And even if you, even if you facilitate a place where it's fucked up world, yeah, <laughs> no, it's a fucked up world. even if you facilitate like a, a place of being that like everyone, maybe everyone doesn't get these crazy fucked up thoughts. Maybe like everyone is chilling. You know what I mean? They're not looking to actively fuck shit up. Yeah. Right. Um. It's still it's still a hard ask because you satisfy people in different ways. Everyone has different needs and someone's gonna get angry. And that's eventually what led to the drop of monarchy. I mean, like, that's why they're sitting in yeah, the back sitting like, pretty, okay, you know so, what I mean? Um, I'm just kind of thinking, like, okay, what if, what if monarchy was done correctly? What if, what if, monarchy, if, if monarchy is done correctly, I, th- I think there's still poverty. I think there's still yep. this other stuff because it's, you know, people, um, there's gotta be social structure, right, right, right. right? So there's gotta be someone at the bottom of a social structure. And I think the best thing that they, the best thing they could do, is, is yeah, promote creativity, you know, promote you know, moral values, and just like to just chill, you know. And I think I think we call we all have seen bad kings because they've all been bad kings. So. Of course. Um, I mean, Alexander the Great though, was he a king? Um, uh, yes. Right. So I think. Yes. I don't know if you can call him a king. Mm. He was a. Was he a king? Emperor? Emperor. Emperor. Yeah, yeah, so, he was yeah. emperor. Wow. Wow. He slip, was pretty badass. Though. Slip that, slip that. The Same shit, man. different yeah. toilet, man. Shit. All right. Um, you guys want to try and do this next week, too? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would love we're to. We're going to do this. Yeah. Uh, nice to meet you guys. I'm, nice to meet I'm, you I'm, as I'm well. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to split this up into, like, yeah. two different episodes. No one's going to listen to four hours worth of content. But, right. like, I, I think, but I think two hours, no, yeah, two hours right, is good enough. Next time, like, let's, like, brief it before we start and like have like a schedule and like like know what we want to talk about and or do you, do you just yeah. want to absolutely not like, no, wait, the, the only reason that mine and brandon's like podcast ever come out so good is because we freestyled the absolute yeah. shit out of yeah. them yeah, yeah. it's, it's natural nice flow to, like, of conversation with something but then you don't yeah. you'll end up straying away yeah, it's, it's right. natural flow of conversation and i think that's the best way to facilitate true mindfulness and um show who and we are as people you know what i mean make, you'll find a way to you're absolutely kind of right yeah yeah so we'll We'll do that. We'll freestyle it next week, and I'll post this one. And um, yeah, that'll just be next week. So December twenty twenty two is going crazy. For sure. What's that date? <laughs> what? What's that date next week? The eighth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, today's the first. Yeah. And then Ooh. yeah, uh, yeah. Dece- December eighth. Semester's almost done. We're chilling. But yeah, we got okay. got the two hours. Back at.